mill where no one sleeps deeply. The pillows are bad and the sheets are made cheaply. But there is one family in the Sleepyville town that uses my pillow for the best sleep around. My pillows are adjustable for proper alignment and the Giza sheets breathe so they feel no confinement. So order my pillow for great sleep refinement. Why are they so chipper? Their co-workers wondered. So much energy and zest, like they've had the best slumber. And when they peeked in the window, the secret was clear. My pillow sheets, pillows, and mattress toppers appeared. My pillow is breathable and lasts more than 10 years. It's washable and dryable and was manufactured right here. Giza cotton is what makes the softest of sheets, and the mattress topper helps support pressure points for deep, dreamy sleep. So click the link below to stop counting sheep. We want my pillow! The citizens of Sleepyville cried, but they didn't realize the family had a surprise inside. They were all given a my pillow to keep. We spent a third of our life snoozing, so let's make it quality sleep. I got towels too. And mine are blue. So welcome to my pillowville where everyone sleeps on the pillows that align and the softest of sheets. With the support of the mattress topper, the people snooze deep and wake up well rested and their deadlines they keep. So if your bed feels like rocks and your sheets feel like Brillo, you need better sleep, which means you need my pillow. So what are you waiting for? Go ahead, click the button. I'm tired of rhyming, so please click it and save me. Please, I can't rhyme anymore. Just click that link. Stop watching this and click the link to get the best sleep of your life. I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you.
And welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better butter, beloved better half. v Hello, Patriots. So, uh, hopefully you all can hear us. Yeah, I hope so. Because uh, Mick was messing with the audio again. I did again. mess with the audio So again. hopefully he didn't break it, because he's so good at that. Oh, so, uh, yes, yeah. Yes, yes. So, yeah, uh, life's been good for the Democrats since they've been in office. Not for much longer. I mean... Joe Walsh would probably disagree, but <clears throat> just saying. Well, um, the title of this episode is Accountability is Coming, and both Mick and Josh have disagreed with me on this already, and I don't care uh, because I think it's coming. Is it going to come before everyone dies? I don't know. Maybe. Well, but, it's not that I, it's not that I, I, I didn't disagree. I yeah. just said, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Well, I have a whole bunch of clips to back up um the title today they all just fell fell in in line one after another as if on cue exactly so speaking i thought of, that we'd start out with that tonight speaking because of, uh I, just do me a favor yep um it's q post what 2671 right uh i believe so here it is so what does q post 2671 say Hmm. And this is from the Gregorian date. Oh, no, I'm sorry. This is the Julian date. I did put Julian. I put it on. You know, you can do this in QAGG.news. You can set the date, the calendar date. Okay. okay. Uh, so 12-29-2018. If a woman is selected as the nominee, does that eliminate the wrap-up smear re-sexual assault? What other tactics might be planned to block and or force name removal? Why is the Senate important? Who controls the Senate? Fifty-three forty-seven. Enjoy the show. So, Q. We know that Brown Jackson, Kentonji Brown Jackson, is mm -hmm. a new. Uh, she is now a officially Supreme confirmed. Court judge. Yeah. Um. She is the next one nominated for the post. Well, hold on. Let me let me read this real quick from from Zero Head. Stand by, stand by. Since you got the the article out. Yeah. What exactly was the vote today in the Senate? concerning Kataji Brown Jackson hmm. and her vote for her nomination. The vote. 5347. Yes. Hmm. Hmm. In a 5347 vote, the 51-year-old federal judge who has a record of being soft on pedophiles secured the backing of all 50 Senate Democrats uh, with three traitors, Republican Senator Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski, and Mitt Romney. I added some of those extra adjectives in there, by the way. Um, although I'm sure Zero Hedge wouldn't mind. The uh, latter of whom rejected Brown. Lisa Murkowski, Mitt Romney, and who? Susan Collins. And Susan Collins? Yeah, yeah. Is that what you added? Okay. No, no, I added the traitors oh. part. Oh, the traitors. The adjectives. Pigs, the communists. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so, so yeah. 5347. Hmm. Mm. That's so interesting. Mm. Hmm. Past proves future. Future, future proves past. past. However you want to look at it. Just Either way, saying. yes. Welcome, folks. Right, welcome, so patriots. Welcome, wolves. Because I know you're all fucking savages. Savages. Killing people. Ooh, look at that. And see that? And I'm, the sound works. I hoped it worked. I hope I so. I hope you all heard it. That they may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom. So either way, yep. uh, I, I found that really odd that almost immediately when I saw the vote pass, I was like, 
where have I seen that number before? Mm. Ooh, 5347, up 2671. Mm. Boom. And there's your Q proof for the day. So if you were looking for one and you weren't sure where you're going to find, you were going to find it. You just found it uh, and, just so you're aware. Once again, you're proving the QAnonification. <laughs> Is that what it was, BT? Is that is that what we called it last night? Was it Q and notification? No, that's, that's what the the uh, freaking Washington. I, no, no, no. I don't. I don't. I will Q never. I will never refer to the Washington Post. Period. Because I've got wolves out here that will fucking eat my lunch, <laughs> and uh, probably shoot me in the dick just to fucking prove me wrong. But I did find another story. Um, hmm. <clears throat> And I hate to jump into this one, but of course, Mike. Are, are you are you fucking up our order already? <sighs> yep. Because why? Why would I? Why would you not? Exactly. Well, absolutely. What What so, are you looking for? My phone. Um. Uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't know where your phone. I don't know where my phone is either. Okay. Uh, issue being, well, they showed a photo today, or there's a video that's going around. Apparently, um, yes, BT Wallace, QAnonification. Yes, right QAnonification. There. there it is. That's yep. our, that's the word from yesterday. Yes, we're adding that to the. Uh, we're going to put that in the lingo, or in the the verbix out there, or mm -hmm. however you want to talk it talk yeah. about it. Either way, uh, there was a video that was released with, uh, with Hungary and uh, Tara. What was the other one from last night? Um, Tara will remember, I'm sure. I know she's okay. going to have it in caps. Yeah. So just exactly. remember caps, yeah. caps, 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 Tara, <laughs> you got to be screaming at me because uh, if not, I won't hear you. Um, okay. That's true. Hence the hyphens. Yes. yes very Tara true. said it's better with the hyphens. It is. It is. It looks yes. better. It, it tastes does look, better. It does. Sounds yes. better too. She'll, I'll put it in my notebook. notebook. <laughs> All right. Please do. So either way, uh, there was a, um, video that was released apparently on the it was taken on the 30th of march supposedly it was of ukrainian guys uh politefully politefully See, she's screaming at me yes. politefully politefully so we're gonna go politefully ask for our freedom <laughs> so either way um there I was think a, the days of being politefully are over Okay. There was a video released of you from Ukraine, mm -hmm. uh, supposedly of Ukrainian soldiers shooting Russian captured folks um, over and over again, which I watched. Um, it's kind of gory. It wasn't that bad. Is that uh, the one that we were talking about last week where they were shooting him in the dick? No. Uh, this was on Rumble. Um, and uh, it's pretty bad. It, it isn't. It's not horrible. It's not the greatest thing in the world. It doesn't definitely give you a, a warm and fuzzy about the Ukrainian troops. However, it was really odd because in the in the article, as they're they're writing about what they're talking about, and uh, they're actually one hundred percent accurate. Um, these were Georgian separatists that have joined Ukraine to fight Russia, and I found that odd because when I found out that they were Georgian separatists, I went and looked, and they too are Nazis. Really? Hmm. Throwing that out there. More Nazis. Hmm. Nazis everywhere. It's like freaking McCarthy's come back. Oh, he was communist, but what the same damn thing. Nazification. Yep. You know, bathification. These are all liberal words, by the way. Just in mm -hmm. case you're all wondering, yep. these are all liberal words. These Marxism. are not these are not bathification was us removing you know, the Ba'ath Party from power in Iraq. Uh, Nazification was removing the Third Reich. Um, Isn't it denazification? Or denazification, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, the Nazification is what happened in Ukraine in the last 50 place years. In Iraq. Yep. Uh, D, uh, what was the other one? Uh, I forget the other one. 
there's another one like de-Stalinization or some shit like that that dealt with Stalin and other shit. Either way, I, I just find it interesting that y you've got all this crap now and it's all coming out. We're finding out that it's all liberal based and it, it just makes me giggle. Yeah, uh, it most certainly what is. is this? Is so, anyone uh, else having audio issues on Rumble than having audio all day past and live shows? Really? Weird. Hmm. I will. Uh, we'll, we'll, we're going to look into that right yeah, now. I'll check it real sir. quick. So Kazarian. Yes. Yes. Sparky boy. Uh, OG Kazarians. Yes. Jews from Georgia. Yes. Yes. You know what I'm talking about then Sparky boy. You saw that article. Did you post that? Is that, did I steal that from you? Yeah, I can hear us on rumble. So, um, did, did I steal that from you there Sparky boy? Uh, because I, I saw the video and I thought it was interesting myself and, uh, it kind of led me. Okay. It kind of led me down the road of, uh, LOL denazification is the renazification re of, of Ukraine. Ukraine. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, Wix fix. And I've been having phone issues in this area cause I know she, she lives in Savannah. Um, I've been having phone issues all day as well. Like my, my phone is so fucked up. So, uh, it, it could be. So I just found it, I found it interesting because immediately after she had talked about her story last night with the Ukrainians or the pro Russian separatists in that Buka. were living in Ukraine that were shot in Buka, they also had swastikas burnt in the back of their, on their backs and everything else. I found it very odd because, uh, the more and more I'm finding out about these Georgian separatists, uh, they are also Nazis. Uh, one of their trademarks is burning swastikas into the backs of their enemies. Really? Yes. That see that just goes. So to I'm really now I am dead set that this is all fake and gay. I don't believe any part of it. I'm to the point now that Russia probably isn't doing anything. Do they move into Ukraine? They may have, they may not have. Um, I'd love to actually sit down and talk with Sean Penn myself just so I can smack him about the head and ask him why he's so fucked up. Well, the, the Russian, uh, you want a Russian spokesperson came out today and said they've had it. Uh, they've lost a significant number of troops. So Russia's definitely there. Yeah. But who are they fighting? I don't know. Nazis, I would guess. Because uh, okay. I'm not believing it. But I'm here, really, it's getting it's getting tough for me to believe. Here, here's the deal, though. Uh, and I'm glad you pulled this one up first, because even though I put it last, I, I it fits right in here. So, um, That's the last one? That's the first one. Oh. Yeah. Okay, well, good. Um, you know, even if it's fake and gay, it is this whole conflict in Russia, Ukraine, Belarus, whatever is going to have a very significant impact on all of us really soon. And I'm not talking about, you know, your sons and daughters and brothers and whatnot getting drafted, although that may be coming. Um, I'm, I'm talking about, I'm talking about this. So go ahead and play this first clip because uh, this, this is a scary one. 15% of the world's calories come from wheat. About a third of that wheat comes from Russia, Ukraine. Russia has banned export of wheat. The wheat spring planting season is like now, this week. And there's not a lot of planting going on. So not only is the current wheat supply in Russia, Ukraine blocked up, 
and cannot make its way to countries in Africa and elsewhere. But the future planting season is now significantly at risk. And again, that's 15% of global calories. And I, just to take a step back, the whole planet Earth operates on a 90-day food supply. Once we stop making food, humans run out of food in 90 days. And that's not just linearly across all nations. What happens is the most vulnerable nations lose their food supply first, and the richer nations buy that food supply to secure their population calories. And so you very quickly see a bifurcation happen where suddenly famine is a real risk. And we already have about 800 million people on Earth that are subsisting on below 1,200 calories a day. So this very quickly tips the bucket in a significant way in a number of countries that's going to be really awful. And that's just on the wheat supply and wheat planting problem. About 15. So, yeah, uh, that is... Um yeah, that's huge. Uh, I would have to say. I, would I mean, have to when argue. you when you run those numbers, what the fuck is going? I don't know. This thing is this so th it's it's lagging something fierce. Um, but you know, when you, when you think about that, fifteen percent of the world's calories. And let me ask you this: How long has this been planned for? When you think about it, because what did they do to us years ago? with the food pyramid, right? I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not even listening to you right now because the whole computer just locked up. Oh, fantastic. Well. So we might be fucked. Hey guys, let me know if you can hear us still. Um, I think they can hear us. I okay, think we're good. still broadcasting. I just don't think that I can do anything with the computer. I can't get this off the screen right now. I'm trying to take this off and put okay. us back up and it ain't working. Okay, well, good. They hear us. So, um, you know, what what did they do to the... to the? Well, before you continue, okay. look at what B.T. Wallace said. All right, so B.T. Wallace said, on topic, if they're losing soldiers, maybe it's them losing people to COVID vac side effects and they're saying it's fighting. Uh, I, I would say that's a, a strong possibility. However, except for the fact that Russia and China are have not been vaccinating their soldiers. That's a, a well-known fact. Okay. Russia and China have not been vaccinating their soldiers. Otherwise, I would say absolutely. But um, in this situation, not so much. Uh, and Wix Fix, and we're working on the Dick Punch t-shirts. Um, and and we'll make some fake and gay ones, too. So, hey. Yeah, well, it'll be a fun. Why not? But, um, um, so, anyway, right, so, as right. you were saying. So, 50 years ago, right, when the Rockefeller Institute took over our education and our, our medical everything, um, when they took over our lives, they they instituted a system of nutrition, right? And we learned about it in school, the food pyramid. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about this before uh, with Dr. Sherwood, that the food pyramid is upside down, right? Yep. Because they have made us, in that food pyramid itself, they have made us almost entirely dependent on grains, on wheats and grains. Why did they do that? I... I it's not, it's not, I mean, it's not really nutritious, right? But if you think the long-term, and this is my conspiracy brain working, if you think the long-term plan, you make us dependent on wheat, and then you put us in a situation where the food supply is seriously affected, the wheat supply is seriously affected, you're causing mass starvation, planned food shortages, right? I, I could see that. So, I mean, I, again, that's my conspiracy brain working, but I'm, I'm just saying. So, uh, Tara said, wasn't that originally modeled for cattle? Uh, what, the food pyramid? Pro probably. Yeah. Actually, I'm not sure. I, I don't, 
I, I, I know it came out in the we 70s. We are cattle to them. So. I know it came out in the 70s, but I'm not sure. Yes. The yeah, food the pyramid, food pyramid went is the wet dream of Monsanto. Yes. Yeah. So I guess it is then in that in that case. Uh, but I, hmm, I hmm. Hmm. okay. Is that really what's going on now? I don't know. Again, that's my conspiracy brain working in overtime, thinking about, you know, long term going backwards and forwards, how the past affects could affect the future. Past proves future. Yeah, future proves past. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, you got me rolling with the cue right off the bat and, and now I, I can't stop. So well, it happens. So, so uh, but the other thing, um, and this was interesting. So last night after we finished the show, I, well, in the show last night, you spoke about um, how no one else was covering the Maria Zach, her correct. testimony in the Kansas state Senate. Correct. And, you know, I don't, I don't watch Stu Peters that often. I, I really don't. I mean, he does a great job. Don't get me wrong. Um, and I've, I've come to realize I know now why he didn't come to Tulsa when we went out there. Remember he was on the list of confirmed guests and he wasn't there. Yep. Yeah. A comment that he made at this, at the end of this, or in this interview, he's talking about because uh, she's having a conference in Atlanta when she's going to release all of this in July. And he said, "You're not going to charge for that, are you? Because there's too many grifters and shills out there charging for stuff." Oh, he caught on to the the whole Clay Clark thing way before we did. Oh yeah, actually, I don't know if he did. I uh, hold on, but, I'm out. Uh, so I have a very good friend of mine. So uh -huh. yesterday uh, I did talk to Justin, like I told you all. Yep. And uh, yeah. so one of the things I told him because it was funnier than hell, I was at work and this guy came up and he goes, dude, cause they, they know that I'm into this shit. Mm -hmm. So this guy came up to me and goes, dude, look at this shit. Look what this guy did to this, uh, this governor in Nevada. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? And I turn and I watch it. It's fucking Justin's video. I'm of course there it going, is. Yeah, I know all about this. Yeah. He's like, oh, figures you do. I was like, yeah, I know the guy. I, yeah, I've talked to him. He's a good him. friend of ours. He's yeah. a friend of ours. <laughs> he's been on our show before. They were like, are you serious? You know this guy? He's an absolute fucking savage. This shit's hysterical. Yep. He was telling them about how communists hang from fucking lamp poles. I was like, no, that he was talking about how traitors hang from lamp poles. Mm -hmm. And he was like, oh, yeah, good point. And I, it was just hysterical that that had come up. But there's other people out there that have also come to me with the Clay Clark thing, people that I've never, ever talked to about this shit. Yep. And they were like, hey, check this shit out. Look what this guy did to Clay Clark. Do you yep. know who he is? And I was like, yeah, I know who Clay Clark is. And he's like, yeah, check this shit out. And I'm sitting there watching him going, yeah. dude, I, I I know. I've already interviewed we, we this guy. I've already it. covered it. Mm -hmm. and, and they were like, oh, shit, man, that shit's hysterical. And I was just like, yeah, I know. There's a lot of people that have seen that video. That video has been shared, mm -hmm. and it's gone far and fucking wide. Yep. I, I'd wow. like to blame it on Justin, but I'm not going to blame it on Justin because honestly, it's the wolf plat wolf. Oh yeah, that absolutely. Has done this. Oh they yeah. Shared the shit out of that video. That video has gone everywhere. Yeah. People are watching it all over the place. I guarantee Stu Peters has seen that. I, I'm sure he has. And this, when Maria Zach was on Stu Peters last night, and again, after we finished the show, um, and, you know, we, I tried to put the puppies to bed and they weren't having it and he had to go to work. Um, so I brought them outside to play because they were insane at midnight last night. So I'm sitting down on the porch and, and I pull up Rumble and I'm, I'm watching Stu Peters. And, uh, and I'd seen the first part of the interview and I watched the, the whole rest of it um, with Maria Zach. Hold on. 
Gotcha. There you go. Uh, for the wolf pack again. Um, and right off the bat, I was like, holy shit, this is a fucking win for us. All right. Because, well, we've been calling out Clay Clark, but before we called out Clay Clark, who did we call out? Uh, General Flynn. Uh huh. Big time. Big time. Big time. We've been going after General Flynn for a year now. Yeah. A year. Play this clip. Thank you, Stu. It's a pleasure to be with you and to let the truth be known because not many have the courage you have to make that happen. And we're very, very grateful. You gave your findings, your evidence to Mike Pompeo and to General Mike Flynn. Is that true? Actually, I gave it to Mike Flynn for many, many weeks, talking directly to him, talking to Lynn Wood and Sidney Powell. And I can tell you, Mike Flynn called me the day I was flying up when Lynn Wood's plane was tampered with was the day I was supposed to be flying in. And Mike told me while I was changing planes in Atlanta at 830 in the morning to abort that that something came up and I needed to not make that connection uh, into Charleston where they were going to pick me up. So, so it's safe to me. say that he he didn't ignore your evidence, but that he was concerned for your safety. No, he actually, uh, quite shockingly, he and and Patrick Byrne did everything to prevent us from getting the truth out. And then to um, explain the uh, Mike Pompeo piece, he was actually asked if he would assist me by a former governor, and he said no. Then I met with State Department personnel who said to me, he cannot be trusted. No, we cannot involve him. Now I know a lot more why that is. Yes, and that's why what I want to know. And specifically, yeah. individually, was there was their reasoning the same? Why did General Michael Flynn ignore it? Why did Mike Pompeo ignore it? Why did Patrick Byrne, who's irrelevant and crazy, why did he ignore it? So it's not that they ignored it. It's far worse than that. Far more nefarious, Stu. They actually participated in covering it up and blocking us. Why? They made sure we didn't get the funding. There is an apparatus called the shadow government, and you were kind enough to actually expose that. And Mike Flynn, immediately when I asked that you interview Philippe Argelier, that same day, he knew we were planning to be on your show. That same effort, he so quickly jumped on Tucker, General Flynn, and he said, there's a shadow government. Well, where the heck has he been for the decades he has served in the military and been a Barack Obama appointee? And he never talked about the shadow government. He never named names. He didn't go on Tucker and say, and we know exactly who they are. And we know the U.S. citizens that are involved and we know how they weaponize the United States government. He is hiding all of that and they are not answering the questions Americans deserve. So what specifically are you alleging about General Michael Flynn? Oh, I can tell you absolutely that he's part of the military industrial complex. He is doing psyops. And I can tell you that there is this whole Q thing that's out there that he and others have been involved in putting messages that totally are not truth. And America deserves truth. So Do you have he, any evidence to substantiate those claims? It's pretty heavy. Yeah, it is. It is heavy. And I'm happy to, one, give a polygraph anytime. You know, we're going to have a convention July 4th weekend, and I'm going to ask for people to bring their polygraph machines and I'll go first and I invite them in to do the same. I can guarantee you that I have emails and I, I have um, uh, text messages with them. I know exactly what took place and my personal involvement in trying to work with them. And I am the one who told him 
to call SecDef when he goes, well, how do I even know this is true? Kind of real flippant. And I said, well, sir, I don't lie. Call SecDef. I said, you know, Chris Miller, call him yourself because guess what? He knows. And the shock on the phone when he found out because Donald Trump didn't know everything Michael Flynn had kept from him. Flynn told me he would take me to to him. He never did. He kept the information for weeks, the most crucial weeks, Stu, from November through December. And it wasn't until December 24th when I told Donald himself and I handed him the letter, who did it? Leonardo in the Italian uh, uh, Finn Mechanica, now Leonardo facility, SPA, the uh, satellite Galileo was used and Stefano Serafini on the second floor of our U.S. Rome embassy was involved. We presented the videos and pictures of the people who were um, uh, involved at, at the conference, and we will be posting those to our new website shortly. So is it possible that, and pushing back here, I'm not making any specific allegations, sure. Maria, but is it possible that General Flynn or Patrick Byrne or Mike Pompeo just said, this Maria Zach woman is crazy. She's completely nuts. This is insanity. Oh, bring it on. Um, number one, I have 30 years in government affairs, so I know how the bodies are buried. I know where they are. And I know this process very, very well. That's number one. Number two, I don't fear them. I have God every step of the way and doors have opened and information has been given to us from the Italian intelligence services. And we've received new information about Flynn and, and about Mike Pompeo that honestly is quite disconcerting. If they both weren't trying to run for president right now, which by the way, I did help run Newt Gingrich's presidential campaign. I ran the national office. I know what you do in the steps to get ready and go. I ran a national pack, super pack for a presidential candidate and was very involved in 2016. And now. Okay. So I know you got thrown off by the Q thing, right? Cause she in, implied that Flynn was Q. And I don't think that's what she meant. Actually, when she was talking about Q, because later on in this, she talks about how after that, right after she testified in Kansas, everyone was like, oh, see, Kansas, trust Pompeo, he's Kansas, blah, blah, blah. That's not what I was saying about it. If you remember, I was saying trust Kansas, meaning the Kansas State Senate, right? But we have said from the very beginning that the, the boards, the Q posts were infiltrated later on further down the road yep right and used for nefarious purposes yep and i think flynn was a part of that i think she's right on the target there i have this feeling about her i don't know what it is but you know me i trust my guts and i i feel like she is this is her purpose must be that missing crackhead tooth and she's the the, the real deal i yeah you know hey it, I'm it just happens. saying, I, I noticed it. I'm like, what happened to your tooth? I mean, what'd you get into a fight with a fucking kangaroo and lose? Because holy shit, you're missing that tooth. Like you were keeping an eight ball there for a second. So you <laughs> oh yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, Flynn is, uh, we, we've talked about Flynn at great depth. Yep. I, I don't know if we need to, to continue down that road. No, but. Uh, I can, uh, uh, she is fire. She, she has points. Um, I, I, I will I, I'm say, not disagreeing with what she's saying. I am most what I am disagreeing with planning is to go to her first, conference in Atlanta, July 1st through the 4th is she's claiming that she's like, Oh, well, I have 30 years in government. And I, I, I know, I know. Oh, you do. 
okay, no, you don't know where the bodies are buried, motherfucker. I still got the sh shovels out the fucking shed. <laughs> so let's slow our roll on exactly where bodies are buried. When you've lifted a hand like I have to fucking bury bodies, bitch, then we can talk about body burying. But right now, there's no body burying. A. B. She went on. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I, I agree with her. I agree that there is something fishy about both Pompeo and Flynn um, to see what Pompeo just wrote and what he, how he went out on the modern mainstream media and promoted his book that still has like zero sales. Um, I find that one kind of funny too. Uh, I mean, that's kind of an iffy thing right there. When you go out, you're pimping out your own book. And the only reason you're doing it is because you can't get any sales anywhere else. Yep. Um, there's an issue there. But with that, with what she talked about, the only thing she said, well, I'll take a lie detector test. And I don't give a fuck about it. lie detector tests are inadmissible in a court of law. Yeah. And it I wouldn't don't matter if give Flynn took fuck. one because you know he can beat one. I exactly. That's where my biggest problem with lie detector tests is you bring the receipts, bitch. If I'm required every night to show up with receipts, because I, that's the only way we keep our listening audience yeah. is I have the receipts. I have the stories. I can connect the dots for you. I can show you where the shit goes. I, I can show you where the river is. I can't make you drink the water out of the river, but I can show you where the motherfucker is. Now, if you beat the shit out of yourself enough, then you can drink the water from the river. But normally that means I have to drown you. I don't want to drown you in the river. Well, the point being, she likes to, she likes to say a lot of things unsubstantiated. So she and did, she did say further in this interview that she is going to be releasing all of the information on her website in the next week. And that, that's something that I, I like about Stu Peters and the question he asked there. He's like, well, that's an actual rather large statement you're making yep. right there. What do you have to back this up? Yep. She said a lot about Flynn. She didn't really say a whole lot about Pompeo. She does she further said, along, but. Yeah. She said, oh, well, they're going to be uh, running for president or whatnot. Who, who, where? Who? How? Uh, she actually said that Flynn and Pompeo are both separately running for president. And later in the interview, Stu says he actually pulls a clip from his, uh, his show the previous night where he theorized that when Trump put his hat in the ring, they were going to uh, immediately indict him. To, to get him out so that he couldn't run. And she said, she took it a step further and she said, actually, uh, they're trying to kill him. She said they're trying to kill Trump. Okay, see, and that's where I have another I problem. I know, I got Because you. again, you're talking about two guys who are sitting right next to Trump almost his whole entire presidency. Mm -hmm. And both of them hiding information from him, giving him really bad advice. We talked about that before. I, I'm not arguing that, but they were if they were going to kill him, why not kill him then? Mm, he wasn't the threat to their future that he is now. I could see that from Flynn. I can't really see that from Pompeo, but Pompeo is kind of made himself look more like a dick. And Pompeo um, was in charge of the CIA. And she brings that up later too, that um, uh, I, I like this one too. Flynn was jailed uh, a failed Judas goat who got hung out to dry uh, and Trump didn't bite. Yep. I agree. Glock. I think that is uh, very close. Yeah. My mother 63 is waking up. She's all checked out on Flynn and Clay Clark. And I'm like, ha ha those morons. Yeah. Watch the videos. And she's now like, what the fuck is wrong with Clay, Clay and Flynn? I believe they are shills in it for the money. Yep. They are that I, that I'm look folks, first of all, don't get me wrong. I'm not against that. I'm all about capitalism. Yep. If you want to make a buck, make a buck. If you can come up with a better idea than I can come up with, go for it. 
However, at the same time, don't run your mouth like what you're doing is for this country because you're not technically doing it for this country. What you're doing it for is your wallet. So let's just end that one. Uh, whether she burns him down or not, I don't know. I don't know what type of proof she has. We'll find Shotgun out. Shotgun, Jimmy. I, I got to be honest with you, man. I we'll could, she she could have something. Uh, I don't know. That crackhead too scares the fuck out of me. I sent Pompeo a Twitter message to say absolutely no to the level four biolab in Wuhan, Kansas. Wuhan, Kansas. That yeah. is one tornado away from our food destruction. Good, good point. I agree. Yeah. Um, what's with Pompeo's weight loss? No idea, Robin. I, I crack COVID jabs. Mm, could mm. Be COVID jabs. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's just like kind of getting skinny. So maybe like the rest of his body eats his ass. I, I don't know. Or maybe he's planning to run for president. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with it. Sure it does. Fucking look at Joe Biden. Yeah. But remember how they came after Chris Christie? Yeah, but Chris Chris Christie was a fucking idiot. Yeah, well, Mike and he was, might as well also be a mobster as well. I know. I'm just. I still I'm call. I, I will still. If my if Mike Pompeo walked up, I'd be like, "What's up, fatty?" Just to make his <laughs> fucking goddamn ego that big. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Uh, so anyway, well, I I, I, I I will say you I, know, I don't know about this. I I, I understand. I. I I agree with some of her talking points. I have issues with other ones. And I think um, most of America does too, because she, she says a lot. She does. She talks a lot. I've seen a lot of people that talk a lot. Joe Biden. <clears throat> well, he doesn't really talk in complete sentences. How about I do this one? Jen Psaki. She talks a lot without saying a fucking thing. Pete booted. Pete Buttigieg. Camel toe. Perfect. Perfect example. Uh, there's a motherfucker. There's a motherfucker who talks a lot and never says a fucking thing. I have an issue with people like that. She talks a lot. I haven't seen any of her receipts. She has not brought any of her receipts to the table, nor has she told anybody about her receipts. So I have issues with that. She talks a lot too. Where are her theories about January 6th? That's what I would like to know. She's got a lot of theories about the election. Where are theories about January 6th? Wait, you mean to tell me that you had all this information about fucking the, the election, yet nobody's talking? You were in the government for 30 plus years because you've got all that government experience. You mean to tell me that no one is talking to her about January 6th? Well, she's been conducting her investigation primarily overseas. Yes. Why? Because apparently the Constitution does not apply to people overseas. Yeah, this is another fucking issue. I, but what if they're American citizens working overseas? Doesn't it apply to them? No, no. The crime happened outside fucking U.S. jurisdiction. Well, unless it happened on sovereign U.S. soil, it happened outside of U.S. jurisdiction. Look, I could go. Well, in she's talking about the, the embassy in Rome. That's sovereign U.S. soil. Stop. I could go into Mexico right now. And fucking walk up to four people and blast them square in the fucking forehead and walk right back into the United States. Mm -hmm. I would never be charged for a crime here. But if you did it on the uh, the U.S. embassy in Mexico City, you would be. Well, that's a different story. It's well, an embassy and it's sovereign U.S. soil. Yeah. However, the shit that she's talking about didn't happen at the U.S. embassy. She does talk about things that happened at the embassy. Yes, but none of that was criminal. That's just normal shit that happened. Uh, they took in boats and we'll, sent them back to the States. Again, we'll find out. We'll find out. So anyway, uh, 
Durham's back in the news, and there was a story that I was going to get to last night that I did not get to because we got uh, due to audio issues and everything else. Oh my god, was there was a bunch of shit night. that happened. Yep. I couldn't get to it. Either way, one of the big ones. This one kind of came out, and this kind of led me down another course because I've been telling you all what Durham's fake and gay. Yep. Uh, not for very long, maybe a couple, two, three weeks now. Uh, one of the big things that I noticed was obviously the date that which he filed his reports. Basically, Michael Sussman is in the clear due to none other than we no longer have jurisdiction over this matter. It's gone. Um, everything's over, done. He can't charge him. He can't do anything. That was true to a point. He can't charge him for any of the election fraud shit. However, there was another charge levied against him, which I was not aware of. And this one actually has a much longer, <laughs> much, much longer fucking duration where the charges can still be brought against you. Uh, the government has plenty of time to investigate it, to bring the charges forward. All of that shit has time to happen. Um, so the statute of limitations is not expired. Correct. And one of the charges that Sussman was tried or charged with uh, amongst all of the allegations that's been brought forward against him. The biggest one being is that he lied to the FBI. Mm -hmm. That one carries with it a maximum of an eight year, eight year, eight years. If you lie to the FBI, they have eight years to prove that they let you lie to them. Okay. okay? Um, so is anything going to come from this? First, understand what I'm about to say to you. Is anything going to come from this? No. Why? Because we already know that Merrick Garland is fucking corrupt as all shit. Yeah. He's already bought, paid for, and uh, probably sucking Kamala's dick. I'm almost positive. So that eliminates him. Uh, any one of the fucking people uh, that are in charge of the FBI right now, nope, don't trust them either, uh, nor do I believe anybody will file criminal charges, actual criminal charges. It does not matter what happens with what Durham does. Remember, everything that Durham does, all he did was he open the investigation, the investigation's ongoing. That still has to be forwarded to a credible law enforcement agency. And the fact that I just said credible should tell you everything you there need are to no know about it. Law enforcement. Yeah. That being said, for instance, we'd have to wait until Justin was elected sheriff. Yes. And then Durham could refer the charges to Justin. Justin <laughs> could have his people, i.e. Deputy Dick Bunch, actually investigate this shit and then we could prefer charges against Michael Sussman. That being said, that still has to happen. It doesn't matter what Durham's investigation shows or proves. Okay. Durham's investigation is literally for a Senate oversight committee. It has nothing to do with actual criminal charges that can be preferred against Michael Sussman. That being said, uh, he published a potentially conclusive evidence in case against a former Clinton campaign lawyer, Michael Sussman on Monday night, showing alleged text messages uh, the cybersecurity lawyer sent to the FBI general counsel that he wasn't working for a client when he provided the information to the bureau. That being said, Durham's team charged Sussman last year with lying to the FBI when presented information about then-presidential candidate Donald Trump uh, to the then-FBI James Jim Baker in 2016. Sussman allegedly concealed the fact that he was working for the Democratic National Committee and Hillary Clinton's uh, 2016 campaign and tech executive Ro Rodney Jaffe when he provided the claim that Trump's organization had a secret link with the Russian Alpha Bank, which the FBI later said was not credible. This was the message that he sent. Jim, it's Michael Sussman. 
I have some time sensitive, and I mean sensitive. I, I need to discuss. Sussman allegedly wrote to Baker, according to the late night court filing. Do you have availability for a short meeting tomorrow? I'm coming on my own, not on behalf of a client or company, and want to help the Bureau. Thanks. Hmm. Now, my investigator brain goes directly to this, okay? First of all, one of the things they note in this document is that it was an SMS text message. Do you know what the difference between SMS text text message is um, on your phone? Because when you send a text message, mm -hmm. right, on an Apple phone, if you have an iPhone, right? So bring up when you're, when you send uh, a text message on an iPhone, if you send it blue, if it's a blue background, it means it's sending it to another iPhone, which means that iPhone is decrypting, encrypting and decrypt, decrypting the data as it gets it, Okay. It also puts a log in a server at an Apple farm somewhere. So if you think your text messages will never be found by the government. Yeah, huh? no, they're reading them. Well, they, uh, I hate to be Barney are, folks, yes. but somebody's reading them. Yeah. Okay. That's the first part. Second part, when you send it and you get a green box, right? You're not sending it to another iPhone. Um, it's not going via iMessage. Or it there's is, some kind of issue with your iPhone. It is going via SMS text. SMS text is very, very easy to duplicate. It's very easy to put into a phone. It's very easy to make it look like it happened already. Okay. Because time date stamps are very easily fucked with on it. That being said, the fact that all of a sudden, suddenly of all, one of the biggest parts of the charges that he was charged with is the fact that he was working for the Hillary Clinton campaign. Yet in this little document, it was almost like they slid it in there to try and say, see, he wasn't working for Hillary Clinton. Uh, no, we've already proved that he was. He still is. And nothing's changed. So therefore he lied. So therefore he lied. So there was another part of this, though, that's really, really fucking important, though. Um, in, in this, uh, the special counsel bar brought a false statement charge on the basis of purported oral statements made five years ago for which there's only a single witness, Mr. Baker, for which there's no recording, nor is there any contemporary, con, uh, contempt, contemporaneous notes by anyone who was actually in the meeting. Sussman's lawyers said last year in October. Meanwhile, Durham's team wrote the prosecutors will call Baker who now works for Twitter to testify for the upcoming trial. Sussman has pleaded not guilty and said that he committed no wrongdoing. And his lawyers recently called the federal judge to dismiss the case, arguing that Durham's probe is potentially motivated by, of course, none other than politically backhanded channels from Donald Trump. But Durham said that Sussman allegedly, uh, allegedly false statement to Baker was in fact plainly material because it misled general counsel about among other things, the fact that the defendant was dismantling highly explosive allegations about a then presidential candidate on behalf of two specific clients, one of which for opposing the presidential campaign, according to court documents. Further, Durham asserted that Sussman repeatedly billed the Clinton campaign for his work on, on their behalf. Also on Monday, Sussman's lawyer wrote, uh, discredited and controversial Steele dossier could should not be included in the case as former UK spy Christopher Steele's conduct wholly irrelevant in the charge against Mr. Sussman. Bullshit. Um, adding wholly relevant. Adding to allow evidence regarding Mr. Steele would uh, invite distracting and highly prejudicial uh, mini trial on a fraught topic with no connection to the charge of this matter. 
So it comes out today. Durham has now gone forward and asked the court to compel production from the Clinton campaign DNC. Wait a minute. I didn't think we were investigating Clinton. Durham, that sneaky little devil, that mm -hmm. sneaky little devil. Mm -hmm. Part of my last story in the last paragraph, there's a very special sentence in here. Uh, Christopher Steele was not only working for, or I'm sorry, not Christopher. Michael Sussman was not only working for the FBI at this point. We are also asking for records concerning HFA. Anybody know what HFA is? No. I thought it was like Horse for America or something like that, but that would be like WHA, mm -hmm. but it's not. What it's is it? Hillary for America. Yeah. Hillary for America. Her campaign, hmm. her presidential campaign. So her pack actually. That, that gets weird, right? Yeah. So then I'm like, well, what are they requesting? What documents could Durham possibly be asking the court to compel production from the Clinton campaign, the DNC, concerning Sussman? Special counsel John Durham's team on April 6th asked the federal judge to force Hillary Clinton's presidential campaign to other parties to hand over documents that they claim protected were protected by then attorney-client privilege. The campaign of the Democratic National Convention and Fusion GPS appear to be withholding documents that aren't actually protected by the privilege, Durham's team said in the filing, entered in the case against ex-Clinton lawyer Sussman. Of the withheld materials, almost all appear to lack any connection to the actual expected litigation or provision of legal advice, prosecutors told the district U.S. District Judge Christopher Cooper, an Obama appointee overseeing the case. In fact, the 1,455 documents being withheld by Fusion, only 18 emails and attachments are said to involve the attorney. The Clinton campaign, the DNC, and Fusion did not respond to requests for comment. The documents in question are being sought for for the upcoming trial for Sussman, who was charged with lying to the FBI to the Bureau in 2016 for falsely stating that he did not hand over unsubstantiated claims that then-candidate Donald Trump on behalf of his client. The spy uh, compiled the funding for the campaign, the DNC, and the ex-British spy Christopher Steele. Um, the claims were compiled, sorry. Um, and an operative firm founded by former reporters. Sussman and his lawyers have argued that the lie was uh, was not bringing any information on behalf of the client, not material or information itself. They have then been pressing the judge to dismiss the case in the trial. However, attorney-client privilege protects many communications between client and their lawyer. Disclosure to third parties usually undercuts privilege claims. In the new filing, Durham's team pointed out that the Fusion founders, Glenn Simpson and Peter Fritsch, penned a book published in 2019, which means even if a valid privilege did once exist, it might have been waived since. It's gone. That being said, all documents concerning HFA. What? Wait a minute. They referred to HFA again. Yeah. Hmm. Further, the Clinton campaign, HFA, which is Hillary for America. Yeah. 
and the DNC have claimed privilege over both communications in which Rodney Joffe, whom Sussman was representing at the time, and Fusion Operative, despite the fact that no one from either the DNC or HFA has copied certain of these communications, prosecutors said. Hmm. And the government has subpoenaed all that information to both parties since 2021. I find that comical. Now, why do I find that comical? Hmm. Because HFA has never, ever been mentioned once by Durham. Durham's never asked for anything. This was the DNC giving up HFA. So that means since 2021, HFA has been investigated by the federal government, by Durham. They've been looking hardcore into Hillary Clinton. Well, you know, it, it interesting. So, um, like, Siri, to the point that this is... That's the, the filing. That's the filing right here. And one of the biggest parts of the filing, which I which I found um, extremely enlightening, and this one was the one that really blew my uh, the oh, the suck whistle, so to speak. Um, <clears throat> in case you haven't read this yet, oh, I gotta go with this. All right. So one of the things that they requested from the British government. <laughs> God, I love this shit. You're so fucking stupid, Hillary. You're such a fucking dumb raging cunt. So, according to Durham's request, who he's reached out to uh, the British government about now, okay, on October 30th, 2016, the aforementioned U.S. investigative foreign employment, whatever, uh, <clears throat> there was a request sent from the United States to Britain in 2020. And in this request, it was requested any information concerning uh, Christopher Steele. And then it goes through every other fucking group that has been mentioned. Fusion GPS, uh, HFA, fucking Michael Sussman is named per in this just from Britain. Okay. Mm -hmm. Concerning Steele. Okay. And this was all filed back in 2020. All right. And then it says, and again, because nothing's been offered by the British government, nor has anything been pushed forward by MI6 or MI5 or anybody from the crown. And again, an RFI exists and it went out to Britain saying, hey, look, we need you to pr provide these records concerning steel, HFA, yeah. all of this shit. So if all of this shit is connected, like you and I have supposed for two, four, five, seven years, yeah. whatever. If all of this shit is connected, they're going to come back or they're not going to say anything. Britain will not say anything concerning this request for all that information and all the documents sent because what I got a feeling they're going to find out. And I'm just spitballing here, folks. I'm, I don't know what's going on in Durham's mind, but judging by what I've read, I'm going to go ahead and guess that what they're expecting to find is an email trail of some sort from Sussman to someone in MI6 who is also providing this information on Christopher Steele, not only Christopher Steele, but also supposedly Donald Trump, even though there's no information, true information in there mm -hmm. about Donald Trump, but HFA uh, and the DNC and Fusion GPS, which is run by a fucking bunch of fake fucking reporters who suck anyway, um, and anybody else that was involved. And I got a feeling all of this shit gets wrapped up into one big ball and it connects all the dots in a big circle. It's like a self-licking ice cream cone, folks. It doesn't get much more worse than that. We now know, I know without a shadow of a doubt that right now the Clinton Foundation is being investigated. I know that 
Durham's investigating them. I know that Durham's looking at Sussman, and I know that he still has one charge that he can, is, does it carry with it a grand set? No, it's nothing huge. However, it does charge him with a felony. Lying to the FBI is still a felony. He would not be able to hold a law license. So he would be fucked materialistically because now we're going to hit him in the wallet. Do you think Sussman has enough money in his bank account right now to cover himself for the rest of his life. I doubt it. I doubt it. And if he thinks that the liberals are going to be there to back him up and take care of him, that doesn't happen. When the mob comes after you, everybody shuts their door to you. Go watch Goodfellas. They'll so, teach you all about it. All right. So I got an interesting text message today. It says, some time ago, we don't know when yet, former Clinton campaign lawyer Michael Sussman pleaded guilty to an as yet undefined federal criminal charge. A transcript of his sentencing hearing was placed on the PACER in the Durham file, supposedly an error earlier today. Sussman's single count of lying to a federal official, the case we've all been following for the past six months, is being heard in federal district court in D.C. by Judge Christopher Cooper. You just read that name in the story, right? The transcript of Sussman's sentencing hearing was not held in Judge Christopher Cooper's court. Instead, Sussman's sentencing hearing and the transcript produced of that hearing was in the courtroom of Judge Reggie B. Walton, and this sentencing hearing was held on February 23rd, a month and a half ago. The sentencing hearing transcript was 46 pages long. Of Sussman? Mm-hmm. So there's another charge on Sussman that has not been made public that we are not aware of. And I have to wonder how many other charges are out there, maybe in some of those sealed indictments, how many of those sealed indictments came from Durham's investigation that we have not seen yet? Yeah, but all a sealed indictment does, it does not remove the name of the person. But if you if you put in a it sealed indictment, it removes the, the charge. That's it. But doesn't then, remove the name of the person. No, but then you can hold it and it, it negates the statute of limitations, right? If you put in a sealed indictment for someone, you can open that shit up and charge them 10 years later, even though the statute of limitations is technically expired. How many pages? 46. I wonder if that's what this is. I wonder if that's what this is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hold on. Special counsel Johnny Sturm respectfully moves the court to compel the third parties produce court camera review certain communications in which currently being held. No, that's not. This is just a. Okay. I don't know. That'll be interesting. I have to, right? I have yeah. to look into that a little bit deeper. Yeah. Um, but just so you're all aware, um, because everything is uh, so, so, so awesome. Uh, real quick. Hold on. First of all, Janet, welcome. Hello, Janet. Uh, good to see you. Good to see you, madam. Uh, name. Is, so Wix Fixon says, are we ever going to see justice? Hold on. Sparky says, Sparky Boy says, Mick, your investigator name is Terracock Holmes. <laughs> you get a deer stalker hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! I you like killed it. me, Sparky. All right, uh, Janet. Good to see you. Good to see you. Blew your suck whistle, huh? No sock whistle. Sock whistle. A sock whistle, not a suck whistle. <laughs> a sock whistle and a suck whistle are two different things. Only guys know what suck whistles or sock whistles are. They're uh, normally a little crusty. Are we ever going to see justice? Probably not. Uh, Foundation now. Accountability ECB? is coming one way or the other. If we bring it or they do, we'll we'll see. But it's coming. Clinton Foundation, now ECB. Huh? Hmm. Possibly. Okay. 
Um, Janet's here. Yep. 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 Let's see. Uh, BC Wallace said, no, we won't see justice. Yep. There we go. That's what I was. It will be on page eight in the lower corner, 250 word piece in the local section of DC newspaper. The public doesn't get to know. That's what we're here for. If it's a 46 page charging document, it's definitely not a slap on the wrist charge. That's true. Um, and yeah, uh, it's 46 yeah. pages because it's one sided, triple, triple line, line spaced, space. double spaced words. Uh, Absolutely, completely agree. Wow. Well, uh, I don't want to wait 10 years. Yeah, neither do I. But um, yep, there's no true justice in the world except for what we hold true, correct? And unless we hold it to them. I, I'm, however, but see, see what the next clip is because. Um, yeah, great. Some more fucking crap is going to fuck this. I, I know. I, I'm sorry. It's, it is what it is. Because here we go. Okay, before we get to this, because no, you can't just jump into this. Okay. Because I got actually some stuff. Um, I'll get into that later. All right. So <laughs> I got more to add to this. I love when I got more shit to add. So just in case you are all wondering, because uh, we were asking this question the other night why hasn't the Senate done anything with this, especially over the Hunter Biden thing? Well, there was a subpoena sent for Hunter Biden. Okay. Yep. And uh, he was supposed to testify in front of Congress and it was blocked by Democrats. That doesn't matter because testifying in front of Congress, who fucking cares? They don't do anything. No, you're absolutely right. But the whole point is that we just showed, we made them show their cards. Okay. So we put out there that we want to talk to Hunter Biden. They came back and they said, "Oh no, you no, can't, no. you can't talk to him." Yeah, no, no. Uh, didn't didn't delete, Joe delete, delete, say delete, delete. very clearly that if if there was anything that he was going to stay away from any investigation yep. involved with his son, that he was going to instruct the DOJ to do whatever they needed to do, and he was hands off, a hundred percent. You know, if his son did something wrong, he was going to have to. Yep to pay for it. So Republican Andy Briggs from Arizona motioned this uh, to subpoena Hunter Biden, President Joe Biden's son, the witness is hearing uh, the U.S. Postal Service uh, uh, vehicles electric um, and made the motion to subpoena Hunter Biden uh, in the House Overs- Oversight Reform Committee hearing, which is actually a good place to do it because there wasn't a whole lot of people. Um, Hunter sold the U.S. cobalt mine to Chinese, to Chinese companies. Cobalt is necessary for electric car production. Hunter's expertise is is invaluable. Last week, House Republicans and the Oversight Reform Committee called him to testify according to a letter issued by uh, Representative James Cormier, a Republican in Kentucky, and the Democrats on the committee blocked it, of course. But what's worse than Hunter Biden? Um, what is worse than Hunter Biden? His father? No. His uncle. So okay. everybody's seen, or maybe I'm guessing everybody's seen it, but if you haven't, if you haven't seen the movie Hoffa yet, you're not going to understand what I'm about to say. But James R is dirty as they is as dirty as they come. Okay. Mm-hmm. James R, I'm talking about James R. Biden, which is Biden's little brother. Yeah. His dick beaters are all over this too, which I find really, really funny. Matter of fact, it's a family affair. That's how criminal enterprises work. Two of the bigger companies, two of the bigger cobalt companies, especially here in the United States that we sold to China, uh, were sold from James R's own personal account. Of course they were. uh, To the tune of over five and $12 million. And Hmm. they were wire transfers that 
went to a known communist connected CCP Chinese party company that we already know works for the government and is pro-communist, happy communist. Um, Didn't Trump make that illegal? Yes. And this is the crazy part. Mm -hmm. The, oh, 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 stop, 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 stop talking, Robin Marie. You're taking words out of my mouth. Um, so I'm, I'm sitting there looking at it thinking, man, this is, this is fucking weird because they're going up there going. Okay. So if James R is the one that's controlling the money and old buddy, little boy Hunter is the one working through James R there was an interesting email found one of them. Remember how I said the other night, I thought that the Jill. big guy was Jill. Yep. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> what if it's not Jill? Mm -hmm. What if the big guy's not even a Biden? Mm -hmm. Okay. Because James R uses his own name. He signed one of the fucking emails. Of course. That supposedly came from Jill's account. Oh, and James R signed it. And James R said, oh, thanks so much, Hunter. Great job, James. Yeah. Okay, so Jill left her email open. James jumped on it, sent an email to Hunter because he was probably at the house because Joe couldn't get his dick up and Jill wanted some dick and he was there banging Jill. Hey, you can't keep it in the pants. Keep it in the family. Exactly. That's, that's Hunter's that's, motto. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. And then something else came up because there's an interview from somebody mentioned last night. The Tony Bobulinski interview? No. About a guy who has a copy that he's going to release. James Maxey. Okay. I actually have that here. That, that's after this clip. They have some 460 Four, 450 gigabytes, gigabytes worth of information. Of deleted information that they recovered. Pictures. Pictures, folks. Pictures. Pic 80,000 pictures. 80,000 pictures. Yep. Can you believe that? 80,000 pictures. Apparently, Hunter really liked to take pictures of himself doing the nasty. So I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck? And then they start talking about these Intel folks today. Mm -hmm. And it was, it started out. So this morning, uh, when I start my day, my first play, the first one I listened to is none other than Politico Playbook because it's literally 15 minutes and I get a blast of bullshit for 15 minutes in the morning. And then it's onto my normal stuff that I normally listen to, which I can listen to the whole show. So it's a 15 minute bullshit piece. And uh, the first thing they said was that COVID's back. And I was trying to find a song tonight that COVID's back. But then when I heard all the other shit that came out today, I was just kind of like, you know what? No, no, we're not doing COVID's back. But moving right along, the next thing, and they just kind of breeze through this one. They said something about how James Biden, Hunter Biden are now being looked at by Republicans. And that was the state. Mm -hmm. It was that long. And I'm thinking to myself, why would you, that just seems really weird. Why would you just go throw that up there? Just as a statement, that'd be like saying, I'm Mick, I'm gay. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are some needs that I can't satisfy. So, but, that's, but that's you see what I'm saying? Why you have your bromances. Okay. Yeah. So, so I'm sitting there going, so wait a minute, that is ridiculous. That is absolutely fucking ridiculous. I, ca I can't believe that for a second. So then I started doing a little bit of digging before all my good podcasts started. But when, once my good podcast started and I started listening, I was like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. Well, now they stay silent or double down what Hunter Biden Intel letter signees are doing now. Okay. Former intelligence officials who signed the October 2020 uh, 
letter baselessly claiming that Russian involvement in Hunter Biden laptop stories are largely remaining silent. Though some have continued to double down their positions and their signatures, while few recently returned to government service. Hmm. And I was like, whoa, wait a minute. So let's get into this really quick. James Clapper. Who was James Clapper? James Clapper. Yeah. Obama's former di director of national intention intelligence now a cnn analyst told the new york post last month that sounding such a cautionary note at the time was appropriate mm -hmm. he sure did guess who else james clapper's good friends with comey james biden really jimmy r baby jimmy, jimmy r so how do you think he's doing what he's doing he was getting information from the obama white house the big guy is Obama. That's what I think now, Robin. I'm with you. I'm with you on your head there. That was that was well put, ma'am. Good job. Down with it. Okay. I believe that Obama was pulling the strings on this as he was leaving office. Which Obama? I I, I think Barack's capable of this. You, you think it's Barry Sotero? Because I'm telling you, I think it might be Big Mike. No, I don't. I don't think it's Big Mike because Big Big Plausible Mike deniability. Big Mike did not have the play in the world like that, but Barry did. Barry was out there wagging his dick, getting snorting coke off of other dudes' dicks in the back of limos. Come on, there's a know. lot of what Barry was doing out there. Everybody knows about it. Now, with that banging camel toe, too, apparently he goes both ways. Did you see the two of them at the little thing yesterday when Joe was wandering around going, Who am I and where am I supposed to be? Um, why isn't anybody like, talking to me? Seriously, camel toe and Barry were almost like making out. Awesome, it was so, ridiculous. What I think happened was this so. Barry, on his way out, he knows he uh, Hillary lost the election. So now what he's trying to do is secure another way to get back into the White House. Well, how do you do that? Uh, you steal an election and you run it from the basement down the street? Correct. But what else do you need for that? A patsy. Money. Oh, well, no, we already no. know it. You, you got to have some funding. Maria Zach told us where the money came from. So, And the, she gave that information to John Durham. Sorry. Would you... <laughs> swear no, God. you're not. Because we're alive, you'll get arrested. No, I won't. Yeah. Nobody's in this state. Anyway, my uh, point. Wicks fixing us. My point is, is that Barry Obama has to get funding. So how does he do it? He gets Jimmy R, James R, and fucking the Bidens, and says, "Hey, look, if we do this, if we just get a couple companies, we just steal, steal." Some of our secrets, hence Uranium One, hence fucking our hypersonic missiles, hence all of that shit that happened with fucking Clinton. What we've been talking about all week. And now all of this shit wraps right back around. It's all connected, goes right back to Barry Obama. Next thing you know, he's in the back of a limo snorting coke off of fucking none other than Vladimir Putin's dick. And now everything is working together and then Vlad doesn't get paid. Mm. Vlad didn't get his money from Barry. So what does Vlad do? Says, Fuck you. I'm taking first, my shit back. First year, first year of the Obama's third term. Mm -hmm. Vlad says, ah, so you didn't want to pay me, motherfucker. What is it from Goodfellas that you remember most? Nobody remembers all the good shit in Goodfellas. But the one thing they remember is when, what's his name? 
buys into that dude's restaurant. Yep. And he says, oh, your kid broke his leg. Fuck you. Pay me. Yep. Oh, your house burnt down. Fuck you. Pay me. Oh, your arm got broke. Fuck you. Pay me. Yep. Everything was fuck you. Pay me. Vlad was like, fuck you. Pay me. They tried to get the money out of, they tried to squeeze it out of Joe. Didn't happen. So what does Vlad do? He invades Ukraine. Fuck you, pay me. Because all of this shit's about to come out. The only reason we haven't, because it also explains why we haven't seen any video of Russian state media, any internet sites in Russia. This explains all they of that. They shut it all down. They, I mean, they've literally shut because they have, they if have we tried to cancel out, an entire country. If we found out what our leaders were doing in Russia prior to the 2016 runoff between yep. Clinton and fucking Trump, and we found out how much deceitful bullshit backhanded crap was going on. Let me tell you something. And all of this shit fits together, together too perfectly. You know, I don't believe in any coincidences to begin there with. There are no coincidences. When you mesh all of this shit together, Ukraine, Russia, the Obamas, the Bidens, the Clintons, fucking uranium one uh, uh skolkovo uh what else shit what else have we talked to uh, skolkovo with hypersonic missiles so i can't say that the ccp all your guy last night your victor Ver the what's his fucking whatever vexelberg yeah vexelberg. Victor Ve vexelberg that's nine things how many more things do i have to put up to say hey look there's a connection here. Do you all see the V? It funnels right back down to one person. And when I was doing this today, I like wrote it all out. I wrote out all the dates and I'm sitting there looking at it and everything comes back to one date. And anybody tell me what that one date is? It was a date in 2008. Hmm. Somebody was nominated or somebody was inaugurated mm -hmm. at the White House. Mm -hmm. uh, I believe his name was Barry Obama. Mm -hmm. It all starts that date. And it works out from there. It's amazing when you start putting this shit together and, and you, you start know looking where at the dates and times. All of the proof is? Every single little bit of it? Probably in Ukraine. On Hunter Biden's laptop. I think there's a very good possibility of that and only because I've seen some of it, but I haven't seen all of it. Mm -hmm. But uh, they found some deleted shit and we're going to mm -hmm. see what it says. And yeah. oh, by the way, this just didn't come well, this from- Well, is, this, is this is the CBS. This is Catherine Herridge, which I'm- They know, hired her. They knew what they were doing. They, they sure hired did. Oh, she they was sure a did. fucking, she was a conservative long before I yep. was. Oh yeah. They knew who she was. She went and got another job. She's an actual journalist. She actually asks questions. Yes. And CBS put this out there. So either I'm extremely proud and happy of CBS- or um, they're now trying to find a way to shut her down and shut her the fuck up and kick her ass the fuck out. Well, she got kicked off of Twitter for a long time after she completely decimated their whole January 6th Six, timeline. Yep. Yep. When they were saying certain things and she was like, nah, yeah, no, that's not, not right. actually yeah. what happened at all. Yep. You're wrong. Yeah. So uh, we're going to see. I, yeah, I don't she, know. She doesn't, this she is doesn't shy away from the truth. So This is interesting, but it did come from CBS. Yep. I just want to prepare you all for that. So Absolutely. Don't be surprised. CBS News has learned that more than 150 transactions involving either Hunter or James Biden's global business affairs were flagged as concerning by U.S. banks for further review. Some of those concerns included large wire transfers. This is the way it is. After a nearly three-year investigation, Republican Senator Chuck Grassley told CBS News he believes the president's younger brother, James, was instrumental in Hunter Biden's Chinese business ventures.
I think James Biden was very much a part of this. James Biden has worked as an entrepreneur and recently in the healthcare industry. We will focus on James Biden, the president's brother. This week, this Grassley released Biden's bank records week. indicating James Biden's company, the Lion Hall Group, was paid directly by a Chinese financed consulting firm. These records come directly from the banks, no third party. You're absolutely right. In our interview, Grassley did not allege the Bidens broke the law, but he said it's concerning that both Hunter and James Biden were promised retainers for their China work totaling $165,000 a month in 2017 after Joe Biden left the vice presidency. We have people with the Biden name dealing with Chinese business people that have a relationship to the Communist Party. I think it's very concerning. This 2019 subpoena, verified by CBS News, shows federal investigators also sought Hunter and James Biden's business records from a major U.S. bank dating back to 2014 as part of a separate probe by the U.S. attorney in Delaware into possible violations of tax and foreign lobbying laws. I think Hunter and James Biden should not have entered into those relationships. In the best case, those things look really bad. In the worst case, the conflicts can be quite serious. The White House chief of staff said this week that the president is confident his family did the right thing, adding these actions by Hunter and James are private matters and don't involve the president. CBS News began outreach to James and Hunter's legal teams last week and received no response. Nora. Well, of course they said that. Of course the White House, White House said that um, they, have, they have no involvement and, you know, they're, they're private citizens. And yeah. So like I, like I said. Who is worse than Hunter Biden? James. Jimmy R. Jimmy R. Yeah. And this just goes back to the symbiote, the syndicate, however you want to refer to the Biden family. Uh, his presidency will be marred um, if he's not hung. Um, his presidency will be marred by nothing but scandal, allegation after allegation, failure after failure. And uh, basically, your family's dirtier than shit. And you really should be shot. I mean, I, I, I can't go much further than that because then I'm threatening the life of the president of the United States, but he is fucking disgusting. And it irks the shit out of me that people still stand behind this man and pretend what he's doing is a great thing for our country. What he's doing is destroying the absolute fabric in which our own flag is made out of. I don't understand how somebody can do that rightfully with a fucking... Well, I guess he's not very serious. Money. So, yeah, exactly. Exactly. The money. root of all evil is that's money. It. That's they don't give a shit about the country. The money is Jesus more, said that. Money is more that. important to them than any any kind of loyalty to to our, our country or our people or anything like that. I, I just, uh, go, go ahead and play the next clip because you were asking about this one. Um, James Maxey. And James Maxey was the whistleblower that turned the laptop over to everybody, basically. And uh, now he's he's on the run from the Biden crime family. Yeah. He's hiding out where Sweden, uh, Switzerland or Switzerland. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. So, yeah, that's a. Yeah. And this is about uh, this is almost five minutes long, um, but it's 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 worth it if we can get it to switch over, because what the fuck is going on with you? I'm seriously, I'm going to have to clean somebody's on our. I'm going to have to clean the shit out of this computer tonight. No, I don't think it's that. I think it's it's we use too much. Oh, it's, it's just spinning. I, okay. I, I, All right. Well, when it switches over then. So uh, we'll, we'll talk about the article first. So whistleblower who handed Hunter Biden's abandoned laptop to congressman in dailymail.com reveals he has 
450 gigabytes of deleted material, including 80,000 images and videos, and has fled to Switzerland fearing retaliation from the White House. Whistleblower Jack Maxey gave the Daily Mail a copy of the hard drive from Hunter Biden's abandoned laptop in the spring of 2021. Uh, Daily Mail has published dozens of stories exposing Hunter's drug use, sex obsession, and questionable business dealings. That's where we first saw it. For the past two weeks, Maxey's been hiding in Zurich, Switzerland, working with IT experts to dig out more data from the laptop from hell. He says he intends to post them all online in a database in the coming weeks. And so, but he fears retaliation from the Biden administration. All right. Well, it's up. So we're going to let it go for it. You know, they thought I lost weight yep, literally overnight. Of, of, course, of course, there's ads, ads right off the bat. So um, until that finishes. And the ads are going to fuck it there up. There we go. There were about 8,000 of them, but 120,000 of them were in archives and very difficult to reach. And sometimes the search bar didn't work, as we now know. Uh, and so at first we thought we were just going to bring to the fore all the things that Merriman and Associates had found, 128,000 emails, 28,000 images, yada, yada. We did that very quickly, but my guys were so good. And one of them particularly said, I, I feel like there's more there, Jack. Can Whoa. Did I, have it? I don't know. Can I look? I said, sure. You know, all I know how to do is turn on my computer. What the fuck is going on? I don't know. That's about it. And he started searching. First thing we found were 4,000 little microscopic thumbnails of erased pictures. Uh, those pictures were uh, brought up. We can see them all. Then I'm sitting there. I've been on the phone, as you can imagine, all week. And he says, my God, I just found another 20 gigabytes of this and that and this and that. And ultimately, we found 450 gigabytes of what Hunter thought was erased material. Now, some of it was duplicate, but amongst those things were 80,000 images and videos. And when my tech guy first started looking at them, it was very uncomfortable. Many of them were young girls, for some reason, sending pictures of, to Hunter with their tongues out. And I said, you've got to stop. You have to stop. If he meant to erase these pictures, there's, I was feeling there could be a high likelihood that there was something that no man or woman with a soul would want to see. And, and then I would be instantly obligated to go to the Swiss police. And I wanted to make sure before that eventuality had to come to pass that we had archived all the other material. Now, since then, we found thousands and thousands of PDFs we didn't know about we believe that we've been able to scrape all the attachments. Um, we keep finding more and more things. And so that became quite horrifying. And uh, that's where we are, people. And in, in short order, I'm going to make it available to the world. My original intention. All righty, then. All right. Uh, that was craziness. Yeah. Um, great. All right. Well, I think we're going to give up on that one. Yeah, because that one, for some reason, is getting us nixed off a line right now. Yeah, seriously. Holy shit! That like. I guess they don't want us to play that. No. They were so anyway, we're going to post that in our uh, Telegram. Yeah. So go check the Telegram out. You'll be able to watch the whole thing. Um, it is a five-minute interview. It is very telling. Um, there's a lot of shit on there, uh, especially if you're, if you think that this is going to go unreported. Uh, 
there's a lot more to come out about this laptop. Uh, uh, it, it's going to get crazy. I, I can't wait to see. I really kind of can't wait to see what happens. Um, uh, this might have been, this is probably coming, this is because it's coming from the Daily UK. Yeah. The mail, um, Daily Mail uh, out of the UK. So yeah, it's probably getting scrubbed or shadow banned online and it keeps kicking us off. So I don't, I don't know what the fuck's going on. It's got my computer all sorts of fucked up right now because right now our stream yard connection can't catch up. Um, no shit. Uh, I have, I, I did Sparky boy. I did look, um, well first BT. Yeah. It, I, I Jake, Jake Kwon master. I know it is a little laggy. We've been yeah. trying to figure out what's going on with it all night. Other than we're too close over the X. That's the only thing I could figure too many tabs open. No, I only got a grand total of. Yeah. I mean, there's nine there, two, two, that's three. That's eight. Well, whatever. Shut 12. that one down because maybe that'll, uh, who knows? I don't know. Anyway. Um, uh, Sparky it, boy yeah, said, um, <laughs> Mick downloaded too much gun porn that, possibility. That's There's possibility. a possibility. I have a lot of gun. Yeah. Porn on must there. be over the X must be. Over, yep. That's what yeah. I said. Uh, I've seen the, these lags went over to target moment somewhere else. LOL. We fight bears. Yeah. Yes, we, we do. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We fight them and we're, we're taking them on right now. Uh, matter of fact, a big one. <laughs> Tell me something just real quick out of everybody out here. That's listening. Cause we've got quite a few people now. Uh, we're, we're around 300, 200 listeners, 250 listeners so far right now, tonight alone yep. between all our, all of our platforms. We're roughly at about 250 people. So quick question. Out of everybody on these platforms, how many people plan on going to Disney in the near future? Never again. But we're not we're not there yet. We'll get to that because that, that's trust me. That's what, what now? That's coming. Um, well, so still on Hunter Biden's laptop. I, I don't know if you want to play this clip or not because this is no, because none of them are playing very well. I'm, I'm actually I'm I'm kind of shot with the fucking playing video clips right now. I'm all right. ready to say fuck it until we get rid of. A lot of them. That's why I'm moving well, right. on from flip, flip from this one because this is just a liberal freaking out over Hunter Biden's laptop. Um, I talked about this last night, but I didn't really go into it. I, All right, I don't so think it bears any more scrutiny. Jen has not. They're, they're, they're giving smartphones to illegals to track them. Yeah. They're yep. selling them too, by the way. So yep. like I said, be advised, be careful. Yes. Um, yeah. Don't it, buy any cell phones from any illegals. Correct. Cause they're, I mean, they then the government's going to be, they, they already that, you on your I, I want to get into, Play but this before one. This we get hysterical. into that, I want to get through this. So Disney names Hillary Clinton campaign, deputy communications director as lead spokesperson for Disney. So if you plan on going down to Disney anytime soon, uh, I would be very cautious. Walt Disney company has named Christina shake as its new lead spokesperson. Uh, the political operative who worked for an aide for the Obama white house. And again, his deputy communi uh, communications director for Hillary Clinton's 2016 campaign will start immediately. According to the company, uh, the not so Family friendly company. That's Shake not. also co founded the American Foundation for Equal Rights, challenged the state's ban on same sex marriages, and ultimately overturned the Supreme Court's decision in 2013. Shake's post, uh, uh, post at Disney uh, this week follows a scandal that embattled the company and its CEO, Bob uh, Chepik, uh, pledged to help Florida's parental rights in education law overturned, or the don't say gay. Bill Chepik said Disney will contribute money and efforts to defeat similar legislation in other states while the company intends to pause political donations in Florida out of respect for its own LGBTQ plus community. Hmm. Fuck you. That was one person that walked off the job. You dumb motherfucker. Well, and yet go to go to the, the mm, not that one. Yep. That one. This is in California. Uh, 
You're trying to make me play another it's, fucking clip, it's, it's and I'm going to be here for two hours. Now I got to wait for it to flip to the to the clip, and then I've got to play the clip, and then I've got to wait for it to flip back. All right, well then, fuck it, because it's only 14 seconds. But there's a whole bunch of protesters outside of Disney World or Disneyland in Burbank, California, saying boycott Disney. So I mean, they're just chanting boycott Disney. So oh look, they just de they just oh fuck they just de slapped. Mm -hmm. Oh fuck, oh fuck, yeah. Uh, this is funny. That is actually really comical. Me with a rail gun to Disneyland. <laughs> Go for it, Sparky boy. You can carry that son of a bitch. I'll be impressed. No uh, shit. Oh, fuck. They just de got de-slapped. Yes, that's funny. Yeah. Um, did you see Junior's post about Disney? Epic. Uh, uh, you're talking about Trump Junior, right? Where they've got like the castle and behind the castle, it says, uh, uh, oh, it's got the, oh, I'm trying to remember what it says. I think so. Oh, Biden sucks stuff's here. What's going on, man? Good to see you, bud. Excellent. So anyway, yeah, Disney, uh, yeah, on the outs. Um, and it's funny because he said other states as if he knew that Ohio was filing the same type of law. Uh, Ohio Republicans introduced Florida-like parental rights bill in Ohio. Two Ohio House Republicans introduced a bill on Monday similar to Florida's recently signed parental rights and education law that would ban instruction regarding sexual orientation and gender identity for kindergarten through third grade. House Bill 616 was introduced by Rep Myers, um, by Reps Mike Loyachik and Jean Schmidt. Curriculum without gender identity and sexuality is no place for K through three classrooms, period. Loyacek tweeted, that's why I introduced the bill to ban the curriculum of sexuality and gender until or until after third grade in Ohio, they added. Which is funny because that's the same thing that the Florida bill is about. Yep. Hmm. Okay, groomers. That's what it that's what it says. Groomers. It says groomers. Okay, is that groomers. Yeah. Is that groomers. the one? Yes. Yep. Is that the one you're talking about, Robin? Yeah. Because that was hysterical. I actually retweeted. I don't know if you retruthed it. I retruthed it. I think I might have retruthed it from you. Uh that was funnier than heck, though. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, Ohio started that bill, which I um found really funny, uh, very, very comical. And um all right. Well, we actually have COVID news tonight, too. I yes, but there's that. other really big news before we get to COVID news. Okay. Yeah, okay. Go for it. So this is this is what else is coming out. It's a trap. Maybe. But account like I said, accountability is coming. Yeah. All right. Well, we think. Arizona Attorney General election fraud in Maricopa raises questions about 2020. This is from the Washington Examiner. This is a new report, too. This is a new report. A blockbuster review of Maricopa County's mismanaged 2020 election by Arizona's attorney general is raising new questions about the final vote in a state former President Donald Trump was expected to win but lost to Joe Biden by 10,457 ballots. We have reached the conclusion that the 2020 election in Maricopa County revealed serious vulnerabilities that must be addressed and raises questions about the 2020 election in Arizona, said an interim report issued today by attorney Mark uh, Bronovich. Okay. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to read the Washington Examiner's recap of this. Um, well, hold on, maybe real quick. Uh, among the key findings in his report to Senate President Karen Fan, uh, Maricopa officials were not cooperative with his demands for information. In many cases, election officials were given less than five seconds to verify voter signatures on file with ballots filed early. The number of ballots nullified because of problems dropped, even though those filed nearly doubled in 2020. There were multiple violations 
in how about 20% of the ballots in drop boxes were handled and delivered to election officials. Some $8 million in outside funds and grants were used in the vote count, now illegal under a recently passed law. Notably, Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg and his wife funded more than half of that. We can report that there were problematic system-wide issues that relate to early ballot handling and verification, said the report. With each passing election, Americans on all sides of the political spectrum have less confidence in the integrity of our elections. This is a crisis that should be addressed immediately with bipartisan solutions grounded in the rule of law. What the Washington Examiner did not say, because, hey, I've got it right here, the actual um, interim report here. Okay, so... As our state's chief law enforcement officer, I am very concerned by any potential vulnerabilities in our state's election systems, including those that the audit and other complaints have alleged. The EIU's review has uncovered instances of election fraud by individuals who have been or will be prosecuted for various election crimes. Really? The IU's review is ongoing, and we are therefore limited in what we can disclose about specific criminal and civil investigations. Thus, the interim report will focus on what our office can presently share and the current status of our review. Interesting. Because we all thought nothing was happening in Arizona, right? There was no investigations going on. No one's being prosecuted. But this is an interim report because he cannot reveal all of the details because there are ongoing prosecutions. Interesting, huh? The Washington Examiner didn't tell you about that one. So, County Recorder verified 206,648 early ballot affidavit signatures, which resulted in an average of 4.6 seconds per signature, um, which they, they did talk about in the Washington Examiner. Moreover, our review has determined that in multiple instances, Maricopa County failed to follow critical procedures when transporting early ballots from drop locations to the election headquarters. It is estimated that between 100,000 and 200,000 ballots were transported without a proper chain of custody. 100,000 to 200,000, no chain of custody, okay? Um, the numbers just keep getting bigger, and he can't give actual numbers hey, so again. real quick, tell me something. Except- Why mm -hmm. is that, why are they doing that now in Arizona? What, this ongoing investigation? I mean, it's no, been going. No, the, the concern about the chain of custody. What are we doing here in Georgia? Oh, we're talking about chain of custody in Georgia, too. Yes. Absolutely. No, 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 no. Stop. Well, lack Georgia, thereof. Stop. Mm -hmm. Georgia started the chain of custody argument. So that way you couldn't kick it out of court because you don't have the basis for the argument. For instance, Texas can't call into question Arizona's chain of custody or uh, the documents concerning chain, chain of custody because Texas is not in Arizona. Yeah, no standing. So to eliminate the lack of standing, we're not going after them for the fraud. We're going after them for the chain of custody or lack thereof chain of custody because we believe within that is the fraud. Yeah, it's because like it's a party to the crime. Once you find the main part of the crime out, everything else is of that is a party to it. So, for instance, if you're trying to add ballots to a fucking election that already took place and it's well past the time and date in which are supposed to be added and you add them anyway, that's what we call in the policing world illegal. Mm, sounds like a Rico. No, it's not a Rico. Not yet. Because Rico also involves money. We don't have money yet. We 
There's no evidence of any money changing hands. Yet. Yep. I'm not saying that there's not any money changing hands. But uh, Sparky Boy, since social media is erasing the word groomer, we should use the word Disney instead as suggested by the salty cracker. I agree. I, I yep. do not disagree. Yep. Um, I've also heard um, instead of using pedophile, you call him Disney file. Or Mickey file. That's the one I heard. Okay, whatever. A Mickey file. Yep. Uh, you know, because Mickey's back in the day, they were yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Know, they were badass, but yeah, can't get them. Nunchucks came through. I'm not sure what that's talking about, but funny. Okay, even still. Yep. So um, not your nunchucks, lol. Yeah. So either way, uh, moving on with this, there was uh, apparently the uh, the brainiacs. Right, there you go. Biden sucks stuff. Said Disney file. Yep. Uh, either Disney file or Mickey file. That was the one I heard. Mickey file. You know, as in you know. Yep. Hey, Mickey, you're so fun. I should have started with that song. Damn it. Mm -hmm. it. All right. Anyway, uh, dis uh, disinformation and the erosion of democracy. Uh, Twitter and some other douchebags all joined together. Um, reporters, all alike, mm -hmm. um, joined together, and they answered some questions from students concerning disinformation in the upcoming 2022 election. So if you thought that the 2022 election was going to be without fraud, without prejudice, without anything else, you would be clearly mistaken. There is one in here from the Atlantic, and you're absolutely right. The Atlantic is a liberal rag. Well, it didn't start that way, though. It no, it really started didn't. as conservative. It started and as then, conservative rag. Yeah. It ended up as liberal rag. Yeah. Actually, it started as a Whig rag. It was what they called it back in the day. But either way, that's immaterial. The point is, is they have this chick from the Federalist, and I'm trying to remember her name. But um, this kid, 17-year-old college student, brought up a really great point. He sits there and says, hey, so since... The Hunter Biden, you guys let off with the Hunter Biden thing was Russian disinformation. Since that started and you all brought, you know, it's been now confirmed by the New York Times and several other media locations that it's a real laptop and that it actually does exist. And actually, Miranda Devine. That's it. Um, she was there and uh, she was asked this question more specifically. And uh, she basically said, well, it doesn't matter to me. Therefore, I'm not going to report on it. But she did. She was the one that broke it. No. Miranda yeah, Devine? Yes, but she broke it as Russian disinformation. No. Yeah. No, Miranda. The one from the Atlantic? Oh, no, that's not Miranda. I, you said the Federalist. No, the Atlantic. Oh, the Atlantic. No, I don't know who that is. That's not Miranda Devine because she was like she's, Amanda she's Peoples been, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 or okay. Something weird yeah. like that. Right. Anyway, she said, she goes, uh, she goes, well, it really, the thing about the Hunter Biden laptop is it just really doesn't matter to me. Well, it uh, it mattered to seventeen percent of the well, that's Democrat what, that's, voters that were polled. That's what the kid brought up in his question. He said, yeah. "Well, now judging by what can we do in the future to stop that from happening again?" Instead of answering the question, she didn't answer the question. She actually just said, "Well, it really doesn't matter to me, so therefore, I would never bring it up anyway." Interesting. So they're not even covering this shit up anymore. No. They don't care about well, any of this. Play the next one because this is from that same one. And look, look, Jay Quendo Master said the stream just got a lot better. I think that Daily Mail story was killing us with all that ads and shit going on in there. I think that was freaking. I, I hope it. so. If this fucking takes a shit again, it's your ass. I, I'm just saying. Okay. You like my ass, so I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. I, okay. Well, that's for Jay Quendo Master. There yep. you go. So. Nope. Nope. All right. Well, I don't know what to say. If it comes up, it comes up. There. See, it wasn't that long. Well, I also, I also hit it three times. Okay. Well. Uh, hi. Thank you for coming. Uh, my name is Christopher Phillips. I'm a first year at the college. 
Uh, my question is for Mr. Seltzer. Uh, you've all spoken extensively about Fox News being a purveyor of uh, disinformation. Uh, but CNN is right up there with them. They pushed the Russian collusion hoax. They pushed the Jussie Smollett hoax. They smeared Justice Kavanaugh as a rapist. And they also smeared Nick Sandman as a white supremacist. And yes, they dismissed the Hunter Biden laptop affair as pure Russian disinformation. Uh, with mainstream corporate journalists becoming little more than uh, apologists and cheerleaders for the regime, is it time to finally declare that the uh, the canon of journalistic ethics is dead or no longer operative. Uh, all the mistakes of the mainstream media and CNN in particular seem to magically all go in one direction. Are we expected to believe that this is all just some sort of random coincidence or is there something else behind it? It's too bad. It's time for lunch. <laughs> uh, you have 30 seconds. No, I mean, there's a, there's a clock that says 30 seconds. But, but I think my honest answer to you, and I will, I'll come over and talk in more detail after this, is that I think you're describing a different channel than the one that I watch. Uh, but I understand that that is a popular right-wing narrative about CNN. I think it's important when we talk about shared reality and democracy, all these networks, all these news outlets have to defend democracy. And when they screw up, admit it. Uh, but when Benjamin Hall, the Fox correspondent, was wounded in Ukraine, the news crews at CNN and the New York Times stopped what they were doing, and they tried to help. They tried to help him get out of the country. They tried to find the dead crew members. That's what news outlets do. That's how they actually do work together to your question about sharing those kinds of connections and trust. We don't talk about it enough, though. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's so, what people do. That's not what news outlets do. And I don't know what channel he's watching, but it's obviously not CNN. Somebody tell me what that has to do with the price of tea in China. What he's talking about, what that kid was talking about was a disinformation fat boy that your fucking news agency pushes on a nightly basis to the American public. And you answered with it's lunchtime because you're fucking fat and gay. Yep. Minus and all of that. To answer it. Minus all of that. Um, you talk about how a Fox news anchor was wounded and how they did everything in their power to get him out of Ukraine. Um, what does that have to do with the price of tea in China again? But what he did say was, oh, those are great right-wing talking points. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, he covered all the bases. He yeah. was doing the left thing right. He he was he was literally giving them an example of disinformation yeah. at this disinformation forum. At a disinformation forum for yeah, kids. Exactly. Amazing. I mean, he he proved right there that CNN is fake news all the time. Oh, but this is why I say accountability is coming because if this, if an 18 year old college freshman can stand up on a, on a national forum, because this is all over the place now and call out Brian Stelter of CNN, Mr. Potato head himself, there will come a time when they can no longer walk down the street. And that time is now. No, it's not now it's coming because they can still walk down the street. Not for long. No, bullshit. They fucking walk down the street every fucking morning when they go to work. Nobody fucking chases them. Nobody goes after them like Justin does. That's fucking bullshit. What he was, what Q was referring to there was they will not be able to step out in public without people fucking beating them. Well, I hope that's coming soon. That's not here yet. And it's not happening now. Don't give me this shit. This is getting old, fast, quick, fast, and a hurry. Like this shit that you're seeing right here, this is, I mean, I, I can't, I don't even know how to respond to that because it's just absolute fucking lunacy. Uh, well, that's not where I, where I'm sitting on my yeah, station. That's, that's not the show. That's not, not the, the channel that I, that I watch. 
what the fuck are you talking about, yeah. you fat fucking retard? You are the dumbest mother... You're another walking colostomy bag of fuck-ups. Shut <laughs> the fuck <laughs> up, please. Sparky Boy said his arsehole's like the top of an Ugg boot. <laughs> yeah. I, he, no, oh, I love he it. is... He's a cum uh, catcher. That's what he is. Yeah. He's like... Uh, yeah. Anyway. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> we do have some more news, too. Okay. And now, a message from Dr. Anthony Fauci. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, Dr. Fauci's back in the news again. Okay, then. So, uh, the NIH, NIH provides a brief Fauci job description, but withholds all contracts. So, they... they they put out his out. job on a, a job board? Time out. No. They put out his job description when they were asked for documents concerning Dr. Fauci and the new Senate investigation that's about to happen because of Ron Paul. Or Rand Paul, sorry. Um, and um, the only thing they didn't put in there was all of the contracts that he's signed with other countries. Really? Concerning fucking you name it. Ukraine. If you can if you can think about it, Ukraine, China, where we're sending our fucking radical, you know, botulisms to all over the country or all over the world. Mm -hmm. Where we're sending it to to where they can work on it in these level three and level four labs. Taiwan. Um, and uh, it's really funny that the NIH left all of that out. Okay, in response to a Freedom of Information Act request, Fauci's job descriptions and contracts, the NIH provided a brief job description and a longer outdated version, but the agency ignored the request for the contracts. Of course they did. So Karen Lamp with the NIH Freedom of Information Office has refused to acknowledge the failure to process the request, uh, the request properly. So now Ron, uh, Rand Paul is now going to a judge to force them to hand it over. Uh, Fauci and his agency didn't return requests for comment. Dr. Fauci is untouchable. He is protected. He is essentially the unreviewable, even by his own employer, the, uh, the National Institutes of Health. Adam Andrzejewski, uh, CEO and founder of TheOpenBooks.com, told the Epic Times in an email, Fauci's employment contract is so sensitive that the agency is violating FOIA statutes and using expensive taxpayer-funded litigation to withhold it from the American people. Wait, wait, wait. Is it his contract or is it the contracts he signed with other countries? Anybody. His contract is the first part of it. The first part okay. that he asked for. Then all the contracts he signed with other countries was also requested. Gotcha. Fauci was appointed as director of the National Institute of uh, Infectious Diseases in 1984. And basically they, Rand Paul's a smart motherfucker. You know, he, he's, he is a lawyer. Oh yeah. And a doctor. And a doctor. Yeah. That son of a bitch asked for everything going back as far back as 1982. <laughs> you know, did I, they give it to him on microfiche? <laughs> I like Rand Paul. I think Rand Paul, um, is a great Senator. Yep. I don't think he'll ever be a very good president, but I do believe that he is a cunning, a cunning mind judo fucker because he definitely screwed him up by going to 82 an absolute in obscure year fauci wasn't even in the nih in 82 yep why did he go all the way back to 82 
Mm, Because he wanted to see the difference. He wanted to make sure that they didn't know that he was looking for Fauci shit when he asked for it. Yep. So a document from 2004 showed that uh, Raymond Kington, King Tun, at the agency's deputy director, calling for the pay and adjustment made permanent because Fauci continues to routinely sought academia and private industry with offered compensation levels well above his current salary which was redacted, of course. The Open Books Judicial Watch looked at the litigation the NIH over the agency's slow walking Freedom of Information Act's request pertaining to Fauci. This isn't the first one, folks. This is the first one of about 40 that they've done this to. Okay. The NIH agreed to 300 pages per month for the plaintiffs, but decided to produce no more documents that related to Fauci at last. That production won't start until, until or after November. Of course. Why November? Because that's well, when the it's midterms an election are. year. Absolutely. They're hoping Rand Paul loses, apparently. Right. I don't think he was being primaried, but. So since we're on COVID, the other thing, when I was watching that Stu Peters interview last night, okay, yeah. go to the very last clip. Um, it's not, I'm not playing I, it. I, no, I, I, you have to. I can't. You, yes, it you, will. yes, you can. Yes, you can. It better be fucking short. Uh, not really. But well, then I'm not playing clo- it. You can close that one out. All right. Um, this kind of blew me away. Now I've been, I've been trying to get Dr. Artis on the show forever. Um, I've spoken to him in person on a number of occasions. He's indicated that he wants to come on the show. Uh, his booker, the per- whatever his producer is, uh, continues to fuck us pretty much. Yeah. Um, but he, I had heard some rumors that his life had been threatened. Dr. Artis, as well as, um, Dr. Uh, Zelensky, and um maybe he doesn't know who i am no well i mean that could be it too i mean because but that that has that's not why he's not coming on the show but um he apparently there was a let's go brandon conference in florida which i wish we'd known about earlier but uh Stu peters sat down with dr artist for like three hours okay? boy do or do or do, do not. not there is no there try. Is no try i i you know what i i send this woman emails like Every other day. Try or try not. (laughs) I'm just going to keep bugging her until she gives up. Um, But so this whole, the whole interview hasn't come out, but Stu Peters put out the promo for it. All right. And just what's in the promo blew my mind. And it's hard to blow my mind. Like I, I can't really it. No, it really is. I showed you a mirror the other day and you were completely dumbfounded. Well, that's because I couldn't believe how gorgeous I am. (laughs) (laughs) You set, you set, you set yourself up for that one. All right, we're playing. It. All right, watch this. We are good to go. So earlier this month, a lot of you may remember a post that I made on my Telegram channel. There was a lot of concern about the water and not to drink it. And there were certain things that I could say and could not say. And I referenced that certain people's lives might be at risk. And one of those people is here with me now, Dr. Brian Artis. Thanks a lot for being here. This is actually going to be the only time I've ever been nervous in any interview. I'm not kidding. Like, I've never been nervous to discuss anything in relationship to the COVID pandemic whatsoever. But this has bothered me and has scared me. People have lost their lives over what you're about to tell the world. It all started with a text. The text read, hey, Dr. Artis. If you got bit by a rattlesnake, would you go to a hospital and get anti-venom? I cannot believe the amount of evil behind this pandemic with what I've realized since then. If it's true, if it's true, 
that COVID could actually be. The easiest way to figure that out is, has that ever been fact-checked? And I wanted to know, was it ever in the media in China, was there ever any mention that the source could have been a snake? And? Oh my God. I couldn't believe it. Then I find out that there's a there's an actual doctor who works at the University of Pittsburgh in May. This is insane right here. And he's been researching for five months. Sequencing of spike proteins. Trying to solve the mystery of SARS-CoV-2 victims. And he says he's got a big thing to... Big press release. They're going to actually announce all their findings. And Bing Lu is his name. Set back in the quest to understand coronavirus after a researcher is shot and killed. 37-year-old Bing Lu was on the verge of making significant findings on COVID-19. And then all of a sudden, the realization came that uh, this is the great lie. When I say that they have lied to you about everything in relationship to COVID, they've even lied about the viral part of COVID. Could you ever have imagined that the one greatest symbol of evil in all of Christendom. What is the symbol of evil in Christianity? This is a part of why I think my spirit is so moved to make sure this gets out. Is that uh, I knew that God was telling me, you can't give up and you have to tell the world. Okay. Uh, as great as that, that little video is. Okay. I'm, I'm looking forward to that interview, but. I, I'm going to ask a question uh-huh. because I, there's something here that I, I think uh, bears some further investigation on our part. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is something that annoys the shit out of me with our side, I should say, because one more time, we have another person who apparently knows quite a bit about this. Um, this is the first I've ever heard of this coming from a snake Yep, or possibly coming from a snake, Yep, which is really bad. It damns us on so many different levels. It's not even funny because if this did come from a snake, we're fucked. Yeah. Um, because not in the way you're thinking stop because we have kind of sold our rights to the fact that what I was about to read, which was the memo that reveals that the state department assessed in early 2020, that the lab leak was mostly likely an origin of COVID-19. And, uh, that was released back in 2020, by the way. Um, it was released originally April 8th of 2020. Um, and it was updated again, April 7th of 2022. Um, that the U.S. State Department reveals that the government officials knew early on in the COVID pandemic that it likely origin or originated from a lab in Wuhan, China. That being said, we have kind of set ourselves on this pedestal. We've said that this is what it is. If he now comes out and says that fucking this was an animal-made virus, um, now he just proved that Fauci's right. No, no, I yeah, don't. Oh, no, 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 because part of this belief is that this was a man made 
fucking disease that was released from a lab stop in Wuhan, China. That was the argument. That is the argument we protested to. And if this motherfucker supposedly knows that this came from a fucking snake, I'd love to get him on here just to fucking destroy him. Okay, hold on. Let me answer that. He's not saying that it wasn't man-made. He's saying that they didn't make it from bat DNA. They made it from snake DNA. It was still man-made, but they used a serpent, not a bat, to make it. Well, he needs to come out and he needs to start doing this shit. He needs to stop this shit with Stu Peters and making these fucking videos because that is money. That That's a moneymaker. Oh, yeah. No. What you all just watched is a moneymaker. Yeah, no. Stu, Stu Peters sat down with him for three hours. He said, um, because he's been talking about it in, in his, uh, you know, in his shows, whatever that I watched last night, I went back and found the promo. Like I went back a few days cause I saw the promo in his interview last night and went back and found the promo. Cause it, like I said, it, it blew my mind. It shook me. I was like, Holy shit. If they used fucking serpent DNA to make that, to make the virus and the jab, what does that tell you? What does that say? If they used serpent DNA, that is like, that's the, that's, that's just the ultimate evil. No, it's not. It's not an ultimate evil. What can serpents re do? What can reptiles do that we can't? Hmm. What can what can reptiles do that we can't? If you chop off a chameleon's tail, what happens to it? It grows it back. Okay. So it, within a serpent's DNA or within a reptile's DNA, it has the ability to grow limbs back, which means if you kill a virus that is made from a reptile-based DNA, you're only going to kill a part of it. It will grow it back. It means it's never gone. It just lays dormant in your body. But that also means at the same time that AIDS was made that way. Yeah. Yeah. Because why does it, why can't we kill AIDS? It's like mono never goes away. Forget the, get away from the idea of stop with the religion. I get the religion part of it. Oh, God's with me. God told me to do this. God told me to do a lot of shit too. He never once told me to shoot people in the dick, but I decided I took that on my own. I was just like, all right, well, you told me to protect my country. Well, I'm protecting my country. I'm just shooting people in the dick. It's not a big deal. Point being, same thing applies here. Where's this guy been? Why is he hiding out? Why, why hasn't he come forward before? Like, don't tell me that he, if he wasn't scared, then why the fuck hasn't he come out? This is, this is new. Like he is just coming out with that. This is new. He just found this out. He, I mean, he's been doing a regular show and touring and, I, and I know speaking and all we that. I mean, he, he speaks, he, he talks. I mean, he's constantly out there talking about how bad this is. Remdesivir is killing people that, you know, the jab's killing people. He's out there all the time. He just found this out. I just heard that his life was threatened not a week ago. I, I, uh, I, I will I'm going to hold opinion I gotcha. until I can pass judgment because um, there, this is this stinks to me of a shell. I, this smells like a fucking shell from a mile away. This smells like a kid who just shit his pants and is standing in the corner and you looked at him. You're like, did you just shit your pants? He looks at you. I'm telling you right now. This stinks to high heaven. There's something about this that doesn't smell right, doesn't fit right, doesn't. The, this is like a puzzle piece that you found on the floor, and it doesn't go to any single one of your puzzles. And you're like, where the fuck did this piece come from? I need a bigger puzzle. I, I, I'm just. I'm. I'm it, just it does saying. not. It kind of reminds me of um, the uh, 
chick missing the tooth. What's her nuts? Um, yeah, I know. Maria Zach. I got Maria you. Zach. I so mean, Jake Wando master said, what about Bing Lube been banged and Glock holiday? Yeah. Science scientists did get knocked off apparently. So Wait, the, where, where were you at? down here? Uh, what about Bing Lube been banged? So yeah, that Dr. Bing Lou, um, yeah. who was researching and on that, this came from a snake. Yeah, but that they used the same DNA, was, bang, and then and they killed him right before his press conference when he was going to release all of this information. Yeah, but Bang was killed way way before that because, or Wee Wee was killed way way before that because Wee Wee was the one that was going to fucking come out and say, "Hey, look, no, this leaked from the lab." Yeah, but that's not what we're talking about. We're yeah, talking about this. I know Bing Lu. I don't. Yeah. I got it, but they've been killing doctors forever over there. It doesn't matter to them. But that was here. That wasn't over there. He worked at the University of Pittsburgh. Who did Bing Lu? Yes, he's an American doctor. He worked for the that it was in the promo. He worked for the University of Pittsburgh. He was doing the research here. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lou was banged. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Lou was banged. So, uh, um, the, there's more to this. COVID is not like over. COVID. Herp uh, no, it's gonna herpesyphilates. Come on, get it right. <laughs> it's gonna herpesyphilates. <laughs> All right. I'm telling you right now, that's what it is. Tara, such stuff. Tara, Trust me, that's I another am, new word for you. Gonoherpesyphilates. Yes, it is. It, it mixes all the sexually transmitted transmitted diseases together. I, who's on first? Damn it! Who? Yeah, he is. He's on first. Damn it! I know. Um, uh, I we'll see. I I, I just I'm not. Uh, he's also um, to be as candid and open with the audience as possible. He's also another Clay Clark one. So just so you're aware. Um, it doesn't, it has nothing to do with Clay Clark because I know this guy outside of Clay Clark because we did see him down here in Georgia. Yep. He was, uh, he did come up here to, uh, or come out here to fucking Candace's event for can one of Candace's events. Um, and appar apparently is a close friend, even though we can't seem to get him on our show to save our lives, but whatever. Um, I, I just, I, I have real issues with people who do this because this to me, uh, it just seems real. There's just something not clean about it. It's, I, I don't know how else to say it. Um, Gives you the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, there, it makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up, yep. which makes me think that there's there's something else. He's pushing another point that we can't yet see. Well, we'll we'll see. We'll get there as soon as that interview is out. I'll I'll. So I'm gonna hold off on these stories for later, okay. especially this one about Black Lives Matter. But we definitely need to talk about that a little bit more because that is huge, especially okay. with some shit that just broke yesterday. So I'm gonna hold on to these for tomorrow. We're uh, not here tomorrow. We're not here tomorrow. Thursday. Uh, shit, I gotta talk about yeah. this. Yeah, I mean, unless gonna, we, unless you want to do a show tomorrow. I'm going to talk about this one then tonight. Okay. Um, real quick, uh, Black Lives Matter show liberal groups weaponize social media for censorship. Uh, what has to happen in 2022, folks, for us to, for any liberal to win? I mean, pretty much. Cheating. Censorship. Censorship has to happen. They have to get big tech. They've got to get everybody else back on board. they got to make sure that Cheating. your voice is not heard. My voice isn't heard. Nobody's voices are heard. Um so uh, Patrice Cullors claims racist report uh, on organization buying a $6 million SoCal mansion, uh, $2.7 million overpay BLM's LA mansion so sold for over 250% more than what the asking price of similar homes in the area. Inside the $6 million uh, mansion, the BLM reportedly bought and don by donated funds. Black Lives Matter used donated funds for $6 million Southern California home, one of four. 
Did did they say wait, she bought that for 250% more? No, than she sold it for oh, she 250% more. Who bought it? Uh, we don't know. Mm. Anyway, talking points Sounds like apparently a payoff gone to out to okay mainstream media presses to gently criticize Black Lives Matter movement accordingly. Uh, the New York Magazine has issued a critique of BLM's financial management, particularly the organization's purchase of uh, in 2020 of a $6 million home at 65,000 square feet house in Southern California, almost exactly a year ago, the New York post also, uh, recorded the purchase of four other multi-million dollar, multi-million dollar high-end homes that BLM founder Patrice colors, mm -hmm. who is, uh, she said that she's a fucking, uh, not a Zionist, but, a um, Marxist, yeah. you know, based on your, abilities you get what is required of you blah 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 all that she, bullshit. she's the one when she was when she was confronted about having bought this and not helping the black community she said well my family's black and i'm helping them the story described the homes is no differently than it would in any other celebrity home purchase all the information uh was uh contained in the article uh from planned public records including the photos no addresses were listed but within days uh um, users on facebook were banned from sharing the story and the platform and the facebook manager uh, on instagram which facebook owns despite the fact that the information discussed in the matter was public record facebook flagged the article for violating community standards specifically the privacy and personal information policy uh they didn't seem to care about donald trump's taxes no they didn't seem to care about any of well, his wife's fucking uh, phone calls and phone numbers and everything else that was getting doxxed on Facebook every day. But mm -hmm. now we know why. Buried in the New York Magazine's reporting of a little nugget, other conversations on the BLM Security Hub chat show efforts to monitor social media for negative mentions of Black Lives Matter and the Global Network Foundation with members using the influence platforms to have them the remarks removed. So Facebook's a big part of this. Instagram obviously is a big part of this. Fucking, um, oh, what the fuck is the other one? There's another one in there that's- um, What, Twitter? Twitter's another part yep. of this. Uh, it was blocked for circulations for reasons because BLM said, do not do it. Of course they did. So again, Black Lives Matter, I mean, not that, I don't believe that Black Lives don't matter, but- Apparently, Black Lives Matter doesn't even believe that Black Lives Matter. No. So there's a big problem there. They never have. All so right. your final story, the judge acquits the Judge January 6th. acquits January 6th defendant on all charges. Hold on. Go on. Okay. You're going to do this over the overtones of claps because I'm sorry. So a federal contractor was acquitted by a judge on April 6th of four charges in relation to entering the U.S. Capitol on January 6th, 2021. Prosecutors failed to prove that Matthew Martin, who worked at the Los Alamos National Laboratory in New Mexico. Isn't that where they built the nuclear bomb? Okay. That's where they tested him. Yeah. Committed crimes when entering the Capitol for about 10 minutes, U.S. District Judge Trevor McFadden ruled. McFadden, a Trump nominee, said it was responsible, uh, said it was reasonable for Martin to believe that outnumbered police officers allowed him and others to enter the Capitol through the rotunda doors on January 6th. The judge also said Martin's actions were about as minimal and non serious as anyone who was at the Capitol that day. According to court filings, Martin attended a rally held by former President Donald Trump on January 6th before returning to his hotel, where he heard that the Capitol had been breached. Martin left the building and ventured onto Capitol grounds before eventually entering the Capitol. 
while I was at the top, they started letting people into the building. And I, so I joined that they were holding the doors open. The guards were, and I walked in and saw the rotunda. Martin told an FBI agent during an interview. Um, Martin, whose bench trial started April 5th, testified that a police officer waved him into the building after the riot erupted. A prosecutor dismissed that testimony as nonsense, although the government acknowledged in a filing that police officers stood on either side of the doorway as the defendant entered the building. And video shows two police officers standing near the rotunda doors and allowing people to enter as Martin approached, McFadden said. One of the officers appeared to lean back before Martin placed a hand on the officer's sol soldier shoulder as a possible sign of gratitude. McFadden described Martin's testimony as largely credible. The judge said it wasn't unreasonable for him to believe that officers allowed him to enter the Capitol, even though alarms were blaring and broken glass was strewn on the floor. Mm. McFadden also said there was no evidence that Martin intended to disrupt Congress from certifying Joe Biden's electoral victory and described the defendant as a silent observer of the actions of others. Uh, and he was acquitted of four misdemeanor charges, entering and remaining in a restricted building, disorderly and disruptive conduct in a restricted building, violent entry and disorderly conduct in a Capitol building, and parading, demonstrating, or picketing in a Capitol building. So um, so he's he's off scot-free after spending basically two years in jail. Okay, And, and that's going to be awesome because he's also going to be able to talk about his treatment yeah. now. He can talk about a bunch of shit he couldn't talk about before. So I cannot wait to hear what this man has to say. But, you know, but it doesn't matter. The, the FBI, the DOJ, they haven't stopped. They've named hundreds more January 6th rioters to the point where the DOJ needs more lawyers to prosecute them. Mm -hmm. Citizens Loose, armed with the internet, say they've identified dozens of additional rioters who haven't been arrested. And uh, so, yeah. I haven't been. There's still more than 500 active cases that need to be resolved, either by plea deal or trial. Um, more than 775 dependents have been arrested, and there's still hundreds to go. Um, so basically, you know, all these pictures of they, they took pictures of everybody that was inside the Capitol, right? They haven't actually released the 14,000 hours of video footage, but they took still pictures of people that were the Capitol and they, they put it on this website and all these liberals are going on the website and then they're, they're scrolling through Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and whatever. And they're looking for these people. And when they find them, they forward it and they tag at FBI or after at DOJ. How do I know this? Because someone did it to me, but they did it to me like a year ago. Right. Because I had posted the pictures before we went to January 6th on Twitter um, of the, the sweatshirt. And I was like, hey, we're going to have water and food because we knew that they were, weren't going to be providing anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, I said, you know, anyone that, that needs it, come find us in sweatshirts and, and we'll, you know, we're all, we're all in this together. And uh, after January 6th, someone forwarded that to the FBI and, you know, tagged the FBI in the picture. And, and I responded with, I did absolutely nothing wrong. I did not go anywhere that I wasn't supposed to. I went to. You should have responded in the opposite way. I said I, I went. I to, would have enjoyed to see those fuckers try to come to this house. I went to a. a they would have been sweating bullets. I went time. to a political rally at the invitation of the sitting president of the United States, which is well within my constitutional rights. They would have walked in so just you can like fuck off. they would walk up to the door just like this yep. with their hands covering their dicks. Yeah, because it'd be like, please don't shoot me. In the I know. Please don't shoot anyway, me. we haven't played this for a while, and I'm going to put it in um, the audio and video 
podcast, the audio podcast. But uh, if you guys have not seen Capital Punishment, go to hisglory.tv. You can use the promo code Defiant uh, to purchase the movie Capital Punishment, which tells you the real story of what happened to January 6th and what's happened since then, how they've been treating these people, because it is it's pretty disgusting. It's ridiculous. This is treason. Where is my officer? I can't breathe. I can't even. I'm Nick Searcy. On January 6, 2021, I went to Washington, D.C., along with multitudes of other Americans because we believed that the election was stolen. I saw with my own eyes what happened that day. And what they show you on the media doesn't tell half the story. Here's the Capitol and here's people going in there. They didn't show all of this out here. I saw people of all colors, races, creeds, Asian Americans for Trump, blacks for Trump. I even saw a guy wearing a shirt that said fags for Trump. And since I'm from California, I knew that guy. We're from Iowa. Nashville, Tennessee. And I'm here standing with my fellow patriots. We all standing for America. Despite what the media tells you, boots on ground definitely say something different. There is a sea of nothing but red, white, and blue patriots. These are damn working people right They want their country back. We're marching for the Constitution. We're not, it ain't really about Trump. It's about us now. They're, they're attacking us and we're tired of it. We had a foreign attack and they had domestic support. This is about individual liberty. We don't believe the media. We don't believe you. We don't believe, we have no faith in our institutions. The FBI is now being sent out by Joe Biden to punish people. We're at war. They're hunting down Trump supporters like dogs. You say that again, we're at war. 147 days since my wife was murdered and executed. The FBI, you have a federal search warrant for the property. Come out with your I step out, I have red dots all over my chest. They broke the door down. Hands up, hands up, put your hands on the wall, hands up. I was in jail for four straight days. I, I kept banging on the door saying, I have never had a phone call. The sixth was all deception. The level of sophistication and tactic is immense. Oh, I recognize you from Portland. Uh, I'm seeing people from Portland here, Antifa. I was paid to pretend to protest. We need to come together as Americans again and remember why we started this country. An insurrection without arms? What are they talking about? And why are they lying?
So as you just saw, folks, capital punishment, uh, we've been talking about it for a while now. You can see down at the bottom of the screen, you can go to uh, hisglory.tv and use the promo code Defiant and you can get your copy, <clears throat> get your copy today. And I can't, <laughs> having, a, having a, a rough time choke. there. <clears throat> so we brought some of the people on. Um, we had one on, uh, what, was, what was the guy's name? I can't remember. We called him Joe yeah. for his own protection. No, 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 no. The other guy mm. from the podcast, uh, I forgot his podcast too. Damn. I know him too. I, I can see his face. Uh, the guy that told us the story about his family and everything when he showed up at 6 a.m. and they were kicking yeah. on the door and shit. Um, it, Angel Warrior. Angel Warrior. That's yep. it. I yep. knew it. I knew it was there. But anyway, yeah, he was on our show. He told the, his whole story about yeah. what happened when the FBI came to arrest him. And he wasn't even in D.C. He was a military vet, too, which is really, he wasn't really, even, really, really, really He wasn't crazy. even in D.C. Yeah, I know. He wasn't even there. Thank you, Biden Sucks stuff. I do. Yep. I love the T-shirt, too. Yeah. Thunder kick shirt. All right. Um, so either way, uh, we'll be back Saturday night, 9 p.m., yes. True Spiracy. Um, and we'll be back this Saturday. So uh, be prepared. Be ready. We have... Uh, we have Dusty from Unspeakable Truth coming on with us uh, for True Spiracy on Saturday. We're going to be doing a show about CERN and the Mandela effect and revelations and how they all connect because they do. Um, and actually... Another Dan Brown book. So if you guys haven't read it, you might want to go out there and read it. Um, and I was on, uh, I went on Unspeakable Truth today. It's a pre-recorded show, so it'll be out in a couple of days. So we had a, a good conversation. It was, uh, you know, one of those fa fun, crazy conversations. So uh, just me, I, I did a solo bit because Mick was working. So that's fun. You'll have that when you have somebody that has to provide fucking hey. sustenance for the family. So when, Hey, I'm growing. I, I'll tell you, you know what? One third of our dinner that we're about to go eat came out of my garden. So you can fuck off because I'm actually providing sustenance, <laughs> physical sustenance that you, you can put in your I, mouth. I and, put physical sustenance, sustenance so. in the toilet every night. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. All right. So All right. for the Mick. Envy Lynn. We will talk to you later, folks. Yeah. Have a good night. And uh, like, share, subscribe. Ob obviously, because we suck at that. Yep. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Thanks for listening.
you know, so we, we give God praise and we just thank God, yeah, that people are getting well. It's only eternity that will be able to see all the people that we touched. So I tell everybody, please don't wait till you get sick. Don't wait till you can't breathe. Everybody needs to have hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin in their medicine cabinet. Get it. Go on our website, drstellamd.com. Use promo code DEFIANT. You get 5% off. If you don't get it, if you wait till you get sick, by the time we mail it to you, it might be two or three days and you'll be going through serious panic. People have ended up in the hospital because they didn't know this information. Share the information with everybody you know. Give them the promo code DEFIANT. It doesn't matter. Even they don't watch this show. So that they can get this thing, keep it in their medicine cabinet. We don't know what else is going to happen. The last time I heard there was a fluoro, they had fluorona, they had Delta Crown, they had Omni, Delta Alpha. It looks like they just cook up something at Davos and then create some name and throw it out there and start harassing us. So just make sure whether it's fluorocron, Delta Crown, or whatever, or Omnicron, they are all sensitive to hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. Here is the part, here is the thing, right? There are some doctors that are hydroxychloroquine only. There are some other doctors that are ivermectin only. only. Yep. There are other ones that are destinite only. That's not what we do. When we get somebody gets sick, we have a whole cocktail. We give them hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, budesonide. We give them uh, a Z-pack. We give them baby aspirin to stop them from getting blood clots. We give them a steroid to stop the inflammation. We give them, so you know what I'm saying? So it's a whole cocktail. It's not one medicine. And People I, always tell me, well, I got sick and what do I do? What, should I increase my dose? I said, no, go back to the website, sign up as a, a repeat patient and get treated properly. 